0: An early episode four forty seven of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you as always, Josh Langford.
1: Hello,
0: I'm Glenn, and we're joined by one of our awesome writers slash Destiny teachers slash sometimes video streamer slash just all around great guy, Dave Hunt.
2: What's going on, guys?
0: Uh, so, Dave's here uh, to do a couple of different reviews today, but uh, also, you know, hang out with us and and uh, talk stuff on the podcast and stuff and junk, and uh, we've got quite a few things to talk about this week. Uh, first up, new releases, then a few news items including Paris Games Week, what we're playing and watching around PS Nation, and then uh, Dave is going to be reviewing uh, Destiny, The Taken King, and then uh, the pair of Turtle Beach Elite 800 Wireless Headphones which I'm very interested to hear about. Uh, We've got a lot of Extra Life stuff, and then uh, we'll see about emails. I don't know if we got any this week. Since it's a short Mm -hmm. week, I don't think we got any this week yet. So, yeah. But before we get started, I guess I'll do this stuff so that Josh doesn't have to scold me. Uh, If you want to contact us, maybe send us an email so we have emails to read on the podcast. Uh, You can do that a few different ways. You can uh, go over to psnation.com, which is obviously the central hub for everything that is PS Nation. And uh, go to the left side and you'll see the Contact Us section, which lists our email address, our PSN names, all kinds of cool stuff, the Skype name. And um, you can either send us an email via the, the email address at podcast to psnationcom or you can hit the Contact Us button that's in the Contact Us section and fill out the form there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find uh, Josh at PJFJosh. You can find Glenn at or at Torgo PSN. And the main account, at PSNation. And Dave, what the hell? What's your What's your Twitter?
2: It's nothing convoluted. It's just D underscore Hunt, my last name. Wait, it's not... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for that. Ha-la.
0: Ha-la. 45 seconds in the show and you ha-la. can't control yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can call us on Skype and leave us a voicemail at WDT-Torgo. You can find our uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash PSNation page. You can find us on the Stitchers, which it looks like their order of episodes is screwing up again, so I have emailed them. They seem to have a lot of problems with that. Uh, You can find us at stitcher.com. Head over to the video game section find us there. You can find our uh, podcast network over at vgevo.com. And uh, also, uh, we don't know when it's being added, but we were messaged by a few people about the fact that Google uh, Play Music is actually going to be adding podcast support soon, uh, obviously to try to combat a little bit against iTunes. <clears throat> and uh, for anybody asking about it, we have submitted our podcast to it. It has been approved. So as soon as the podcasts are popping up in Google Play Music, uh, you will be able to find PS Nation right there. It comes off our main feed, so whenever we upload something, it's going to automatically be right in there, just like in iTunes and all your other podcast apps, So, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I mean, it's the default audio player for any Android device. I use that for all my music. All my music's uploaded to it. I can get to it on the web. I can get to it on my mobile devices. So uh, I'm actually really happy about that, <clears throat> personally. I know nobody else cares, but I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, only like 20 gazillion people use it. Yeah, no big deal. Uh <laughs> And last but not least, uh, and and today is one of those days that we're very thankful that people are using our uh, affiliate links because I had to send out all those raffle prizes, and it got a little pricey. Um, if you go over to psnation.com on the left side, you scroll down a little bit, you'll see that affiliate link section. Uh, there's a bunch of different stores in there, and all you have to do is click on that link to go to that store instead of just typing in, like, you know, bestbuy.com or whatever. And uh, when you do your shopping, if you click that link, anything you buy... We'll get a little piece of the action for referring you over to that seller. Nothing changes on your end. Nothing's going to look different. Nothing's going to cost different. Uh, But it does help us pay our bills. So, uh, yeah, so I've got my my drive out to uh, New Jersey next week. That's why we're doing the podcast early because I'll be on the road the day that that I usually edit and and release the podcast. Uh, So, uh, yeah, it's gas and stuff. And obviously I have to lavish Josh with things like caviar and diamonds and, you know. Anything a good trophy wife would need.
1: When is would that actually the- happening? What's that? I've, I haven't seen that. When's that happening? Is,
0: oh. <laughs> well, I just I keep promising it. So maybe someday you'll just stop asking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> keep in mind,
2: you guys, with the affiliate links, gift cards help tremendously as well. So if you're buying gift cards for family members for the holidays.
0: Yeah. Um, or even like, I don't have a credit card or anything on my PSN account. So I buy PSN cards from Amazon. And apply those to my uh, PSN account that way. And we actually get a good percentage on, on cards like that. So, yeah, if you want to do that, that's awesome. <clears throat> All right. Let's get started. Well, for those that may not know, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> you know, because there are like five people in our community that don't play Destiny. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, well Josh I, is one of
2: them. Yeah, I was gonna say we've got you know a third of the people on the show. <laughs> he wants to. He desperately wants to. I know he does, but I think he's I busy. think what
0: you, I think what you guys should do is for the twenty four hour marathon, you and Josh should just work on getting his character built up.
2: I want to do something like that. I don't know if it's necessarily gonna be for extra life, but it would it if somebody wants to make I'm not even gonna put a dollar for you on it, but if somebody wants to make a significant donation to either my extra life fund, which is for PS Nation, or to your guys' extra life fund, which is obviously PS Nation. I am intrigued about if I can get somebody from light level zero to three hundred plus in less than twenty four hours.
0: I think you could do it.
2: Yeah, I think I can. I just with I don't taking know, I don't King know the it is long. now.
0: I, yeah. I actually think you could. So, because one to twenty is actually pretty fast.
2: It's one to forty now, so
0: yeah. Well, I mean, so. but is one to forty that fast? Because I, I just remember when the game came out, one to twenty went pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I've, I've I went thirty four to forty, so I don't really know the answer to that.
0: So. Uh, I went from thirty four to forty. 40. <laughs> Actually, that was easy too, though.
2: Yeah, I had that so, done.
0: You, you and I went through it in like a, what few hours.
2: Yeah, Josh and I talked about it at E three. Like that, you know, he said that like I wanted to like quote unquote like experiment on him and see how fast I could get him up because he knows he's told me before that he really thinks he'd be into it like a space shooter and stuff like that with RPG yeah. elements, but. I'm sure he'll have some questions when we go through the game.
0: So. Actually, it'd be better now, Josh, just because now that the big update came out with Taken King, uh, everything's so different and so much more uh, easy to figure out. Any <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> more vault space, you have more material space, all kinds of stuff. But we'll talk about that with the review.
2: So, so yeah, I mean, I live uh, in Metro Detroit. I'm pew, pew, 32 pew, pew. years old. Um blood type. I have hair <laughs> yeah, color. I have three kids. Uh with a the third one just recently added. Um and uh, I've been playing games as long as I can remember. Um getting a like a Super Nintendo when I was a kid with my brother and I have a brother that's ten years older than me, so he <laughs> definitely kept me up to date with what was going on, you know, playing Donkey Kong Country and stuff like that with him as Street Fighter. Nice. I remember having a lot of fun with that and then um pretty much stayed Nintendo Centric for a long, long time, and then uh you know when you when you started looking at you got away from games a little bit when I had children very early, and you know had to focus on taking care of my family and stuff like that much earlier than normal people. <laughs> Um, so, you know, took a, took a break from games for a while, focused on work and, and, you know, supporting the family. And then we started looking at, like, family gifts and stuff like that about eh, five or six years ago, maybe seven years ago now. And my wife's like, I, you know, she's like, I really want a Blu-ray player, you know? you know. So we started looking and she was doing all the research and she's like, well, everything I'm reading says that we should just buy a PS3. And I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she became the coolest wife ever. Yeah. So um, I now a, she sits in your lap whenever you're playing a game. <laughs>
2: um, played a ton of, you know, so, still love my sports games. Uh, huge. I was a huge NCAA nerd for like a long, long, long time playing like online dynasties and things like that. And, you know, slowly got introduced to like Ratchet and Clank and then um, heard a bunch of things about Uncharted and, you know, started progressing through um, the ecosystem of playing the games and PS Plus, you know, when they started offering some of the free games started intriguing me and I got... Farther into things and, you know, Uncharted is probably like my favorite series. My <laughs> wife doesn't let me play that game without her watching that and Last of Us. Uh, she kept me up all night once playing uh, Uncharted 3 to finish it. Nice. <laughs> um, so, and, you know, then you know, over time found, you know, started reading more things, found your guys' site, started interacting with the community a little bit. You actually tremendously helped me upgrade the hard drive on the PS3 through the Facebook group at the time. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Hmm. So, um, you know, just, you know, things like that and, you know, then you know, you guys were asking for writers and I started submitting some things and, you know, you you liked what you saw and I did a couple things and then the entire direction changed when Destiny came out.
0: <laughs> and and Dave was the guy saying, "I don't think I'm going to like this game. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. It's just and, not my thing." And uh, yeah. now I played he,
2: the alpha and I played the beta God. and I was like, "Okay, I understand the concept and I, I and I I still tell people to this day, I don't know how or why it it sunk its teeth into me but it sunk its teeth into me really really hard and it locked its jaw <laughs> so um but it's it's very cool i love the the social aspects of it and you know the people that i have met you know you know johnny as a boy is a a close friend of mine now and we've never even met face to face you know you, there's you know just a lot of people just have been you know really cool and the community has been really cool the the feedback i got from e3 and everything like that and and all that stuff that it's just been it's been interesting it's been mind-blowing it's been humbling it's it's just weird like the forum threads and tweets and psn messages and everything like that we were talking in one of the conversations the other day it's a little um overwhelming at times because like (laughs) when i you know my nephews were in town a couple weeks ago from north carolina when and they I, i told them i'm like do not sign on to my account and they're like what i'm like don't sign on <laughs> to my account sign on to jonathan sign on to the guest account and they inadvertently signed on to my account and i was outside of my brother doing something and my phone started blowing up and i'm like <sighs> <Yep. laughs> so it's 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 cool but at the same time it's you know I, I i start to understand what you guys go through a little bit when i was you guys with years ago when i listened to you talk about you know your friend request and things like that or you know the parties and i'm like i I don't see it. You know, Josh complaining about his tablet blowing up like crazy when uh, you guys open the friend request floodgates and stuff like that. I'm like, hey it can't be that bad. And I'm like, it's bad. <laughs> it's awesome. Our community is awesome. But they're also very persistent.
0: That's a good word for it. That's a really so, good word
2: for it. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Well, that's why I live streamed when, when we opened up the floodgates on the friend friend uh, the friends list. Because for those that don't know, we had... Uh when the PS4 first came out, you know, it went from hundred people to two thousand. And we I, I thought that it'd be a cool thing, like, oh let's let's have people donate to Extra Life to get on our friends list. And it worked. I mean it went very well. And uh we, we I think we set it for a year or something like that's the year exclusive. So the day we opened it up, I actually live streamed and it was just boom, 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 boom. It was pretty funny to watch. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Alright. Let's uh let's make Josh talk for a while and give us all these new releases.
1: Yeah. You'll be bit, you'll be back real quick. Right. <clears throat> so for the PS four we have Fallout Four. What? Which is fifty nine ninety nine. And for the Vita we have Super Beat Zonic, which is thirty nine ninety nine. Alright. That's it. Done. Bye. That's the game like Andy's freaking out about, isn't
0: he? Uh yeah, he's had it for a while. Um for review and and he's really liking it from what it sounds like, but I think he also got it from Japan too. So he was kind of ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Fall four. I'm pretty excited for. I, I've been watching things here and there. i Like I said, I've never really played a a Fallout game before, but I think it'll be fun. I wish we had it before Extra Life, but we don't.
2: I haven't played any Fallout before, and that one's intriguing, very intriguing to me. So yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we'll have it for a review, so we'll have a review up. Uh, when that embargo lifts, whenever it is, so yeah. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't, Dave. Did you watch any of this?
2: Uh, I watched bits and pieces of it. I, I kind of know what was going on, you know, because I, w- I was at work that day too. But yeah. I, for the most part, I haven't gone through and rewatched the whole thing. But I think I know enough of what came from it.
0: So. Okay. So uh, PlayStation did a, a lengthy press conference from uh, paris two games hours. week two mm-hmm. hours yeah it yeah. went really long and it w- there was no business stuff really at all it was just all games 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 it was pretty crazy uh and they you know they went over some stuff we'd already seen uh you know we saw a demo of horizon which is actually the same exact demo almost of what we saw d3 uh except the graphics were a little bit better this time um but we'll just go down the list. This is just kind of random, uh, no no particular order here. Uh, first off, we got a an actual release date for Street Fighter V, which actually I think was a little bit earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming out February 16th of 2016. <clears throat> and it's fun. Uh, I, my beta is actually working now, so I've been playing it. It's, it's, it, it's fun, and, and I really like the graphical upgrade. There's a lot more detail in the backgrounds and a lot of cool stuff happening. And it was great, because Yoshinori Ono came out. He's the executive producer on it. One of the funniest guys in video games. He's just always happy, and he's we're friends on Facebook, and all the posts he makes are just... It, it, the dude's awesome. And he had... We have to find one of these. <clears throat> but he had, like, a little... You know how you, little girls get the little princess thing, and it's like a clip on their head? You know, like the bendy metal? And so he had that, but it had, like, the three birds over his head, like if you get dizzied in the game. And we mm-hmm. all thought that that would be perfect for Keith when he does one of his streams. <laughs> like, if he's t- playing a really tough game, he can put that on, and it looks like he's all dizzy. you would have
2: to put the camera on, though.
0: <clears throat> oh, he doesn't run the camera? mm Oh, maybe you have to buy him a camera. We'll have to see about that. Uh, but that's <clears throat> exciting stuff. I- I'm really happy about that. Uh, well, the next one we'll- I want to wait till last on. Uh, next one, though, Gran Turismo Sport. Finally revealed for PS4. Uh, they're going to be launching a beta early next year. No, re- no report on the beta. What I'm hearing is that they're going to try to make this more of a platform than try to bring up multiple games, which I think is a great idea because that's kind of what they've done with five and six. You know, they always make these pretty significant upgrades. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm man, I'm, I'm stoked. It's also going to be the first racing game, racing video game that's officially recognized by FIA. I think it's FIA or F1A. Shit. FIA. Uh, so when they do the awards ceremony at the end of the year, they're going to be doing awards for Grand Turismo Sport as well on the same stage. So they're going to have two different... Oh, I wish I had the write-up on this. <clears throat> um, they're going to have two different kind of tracks going at the same time. Not racetracks, but uh, uh, kind of career tracks and you're going to be able to compete online with other people. It's got this really deep league system. They didn't give a lot of detail yet, but I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, a, a true Gran Turismo on PS4. Why isn't this just called GT7? I think they kind of wanted to. I, I asked that too, and somebody was kind of mentioning that the whole platform thing again, and that's okay. kind of where the discussion came from. Was why why isn't it GT7? and they say Gran Turismo Sport because they want to make this a platform that lasts for years kind of like we've heard from Guitar Hero Live and Rock Band mm-hmm. and everything else um but you know there's not a lot of detail yet yeah and, or just Gran Turismo well they can't do that because there's already a Gran Turismo and only EA is allowed to bring out four <laughs> different games at the same name <laughs> Need for Speed but yeah I'm, I'm really really stoked for this Um, I mean, I I like Project Cars, and I kind of like Forza 6, but, man, a a new Gran Turismo. F yeah! (laughs) Next up, I don't know how I feel about this yet. Uh, So Crytek came out. They're going to be bringing out a new game for PlayStation VR called Robinson the Journey. And uh, go figure, they were showing uh, some stuff in a jungle. (laughs) Because everything Crytek ever makes is in a jungle somewhere. Uh, I don't think they were showing true gameplay, though. Obviously, it looked like a rendered trailer. I'm going, to, I'm going to withhold judgment on that one. Uh, there's a reason that Crytek's been having financial difficulty lately, and that is... I mean, their engine is good, but a lot of things they do with it, eh. But I'm interested. Did they those. say, like,
2: is this uh, PS or yeah PSVR only, or is it going to be Oculus?
0: I think it'll probably be Oculus, but I okay. thought that they said...
2: So I'm wondering with Crytek's money problems if Sony was pushing them at all.
0: No, I mean, Crytek had... A lot of monetary problems, and and you know part of that was Microsoft not ordering Rise too because they'd already right. put a lot of money and effort into uh, building the sequel. <clears throat> uh, obviously, Microsoft doesn't really have a VR solution either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I th- there was so much going on that that for that two hour period, I'm, I'm, I get a little confused. I thought that they said that it's coming first on PS4, but I might be mistaken. Yeah.
2: They got those. They showed a bunch of those logos, console exclusive, first yeah. on PS4. I'm like. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next up was a pretty damned impressive demo of uh, Media Molecules' next game, Dreams, which is getting a beta next year as well. Uh, It really is kind of a reimagined little big planet when you think about it. Now it's a little big planet in three dimensions instead of two. Uh, But man, that graphic design, or just that, that... that theme that they're using, and, and oh, it's so good. And they they are talking VR. So uh, I know that they were kind of hinting at VR a couple of months ago, but they've kind of come out and said that, yeah, this is going to be in VR too. Which that just blows my mind. Josh will finally have to get PlayStation VR.
1: What do you mean, finally?
2: <laughs> How, I, just, I guess I'm more curious, like, is, this, is Dreams going to be playable with a DualShock 4 and without VR yes. and with VR? Yes. Okay.
0: Because what they were showing on stage was real time, okay. Uh, and he was playing it with the Dual Shock, and it uses the motion in the Dual Shock. Okay. And it looked like the interface was very streamlined. It looked great, and uh, Mark Healy was showing it off. Uh, he was building stuff on the fly, able to interact with things. He was actually on a level that somebody else built, and uh, they just showed kind of the different things. And one of the the mechanics in it is that you can kind of take over any character that's on the screen. So, you can go in, and, and, and that's part of the puzzle process is, oh, I probably have to take this guy over, have him go over and do this, and then go back to the other character. So, you're not playing <clears throat> the same character every time, like, you know, Sackboy and Little Big Planet. It's just, you can set up these wholly uh, distinct levels with distinct characters, everything. So, that was a big change.
2: Which they've kind of been pushing us in that direction with Little Big Planet a little bit with the different characters, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, It's pretty, I mean, again, it impresses the hell out of me, but I'll probably never play it personally just because I'm not, uh, I'm not that creative of a person, (laughs) but I do want to check. I mean, in VR, yeah, yeah, I'll probably check it out, especially, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. And then drive club came up. Uh, so we found some stuff out afterwards as well, but, uh, they announced that, uh, motorcycles are coming to drive club and guess what? They were available like right after the, uh, after the conference. Uh, So I grabbed those right away. I'm not a big fan of having bikes in there, but I definitely want to check it out. Uh, You can buy it as a standalone product or as an add-on if you have DriveClub already. I think the price is $11.99? As
2: an add-on, I think it is $11.99. As a standalone, I think it's $15. Ah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, And then what we found out later is that they were actually showing a demo of DriveClub in PlayStation VR. And what they're doing is actually... They're they're running it at 60 frames per second in VR, which is funny because it runs at 30 frames per second anywhere else. Uh, they're using a, a pretty interesting te- technique to get it to go at that frame rate. But everybody that played it that I saw posting about it was just in awe of how good it looked. So now I'm kind of mad I didn't go to Paris just for that game. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, also, there's new patch details for that. Uh, and, and this is hilarious because DriveClub is one of the games that I really wanted to play for Extra Life this year. And we said, well, but the problem is, it still doesn't have private rooms, and it's really tough to get people together. You know, if you just set up a little party and drive club, you can only do so many people. And then uh, I think it was two days ago they announced, hey, by the way, there's a new patch coming out next week, and it's going to have private private rooms. I'm like, wow, that was great timing. I just hope that works through the party system as well. <clears throat> me too. Me too. I mean, they really didn't give too many details, but uh, that that is. It, 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 it's exciting as hell that we can actually put that on the roster and or on mm-hmm. the schedule and go. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to do that. Um, Josh, do you even have drive club?
1: Yeah. Do you? I couldn't remember. You kicked me off the <coughs> club because I wasn't racing. Oh,
0: Cause you weren't playing. Well, we had to get our, I think our club is up to 38. Now we just upped it the other day. So, but we're still playing it. Uh, let's see. And then they showed, like I said, uh, they had a new demo for Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, basically what they showed was the demo that I got to see in my private session. So they actually paused the game so that they could show the, uh, the Thunderjaw, uh, which is that big monster, or that kind of that big T-Rex looking thing. Uh, they showed how many different, you know, parts there were and everything else, but a lot of people hadn't seen that demo before. So it was kind of cool to show. They were showing, uh, some of the different, like the tripwires you could set up. Uh, and, and the crafting system as well. So I'm excited for that game. I'm very excited. Uh next up was Housemark. And this freaked me out because I thought it was a different game and it wasn't. Uh, they showed a new game but it wasn't really gameplay. They were mm-hmm. uh, they were showing a kind of a character running and shooting and everything else. But it kinda had that Housemark look, which is awesome. Uh, a game called Matterfall and like I said, they haven't really shown gameplay yet, so we don't know exactly what it is. I thought this was the project that they were going to announce. That So they're working on another project uh, with uh, Eugene Jarvis. So any old guys like Josh and I will, will know that he was the, the guy behind games like Defender and I think he did Robotron, I believe. So they're actually making a game with him. I thought this was that game, and then they tweeted and said, no, this is not the Eugene Jarvis project. So they have 3 games in in uh, uh in the works right now, Alienation, Matterfall and the, and the Jarvis game. So pretty crazy for kind of a smaller studio.
2: Has Housemark done anything that's not top down?
0: Uh no. Okay, so,
2: I mean, are we led to believe this will probably be, like, a top-down twin-stick shooter?
0: You know, I don't know, because they were okay. showing it kind of in 3D.
2: Yeah, no, that's what, like, because, like, that's when they first showed the, the trailer and stuff like that. I'm like, that's not what I would expect to see from them. But that's yeah. a good thing. So Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, they've been around for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And actually, Alienation is top-down, but it's it's kind of that uh, that skewed look like uh, um, Dead Nation uses as well. Yeah, the three-quarter perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm excited. I, I love Housemark, so I'm very excited to see what they're doing. Uh, and then we finally got, oh my god, because the internet's been burning up about this game, uh, No Man's Sky. <coughs> everybody thought that there was going to be a stealth release during the week of Paris Games Week. Uh, and, and Sean was quickly on Twitter saying, no, it's not happening. Stop saying that. Uh, everybody was still saying it. So uh, they finally showed some of the game, and then they brought up the logo and said June 2016. So that's when we're getting No Man's Sky. I, I just love, too, you know, they announced that, <clears throat> and then you see a couple articles show up, like clickbait articles, like, well, are there are there development problems, and that's why it's taking until June 2016? And I'm, in my head, I'm like, uh, they've never given a date, they've never given, a, given a, an inkling of a date. Why would you think that there's development problems, and that's why it's happening? Isn't
2: this like a 10-man team?
0: <clears throat> They're a really small team, yeah. 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 Um, I'm
2: just happy they showed auto ship gameplay. Yeah. Or... Well, and no, not maybe they, not gameplay, but I mean, they showed. I, I saw weapons. I saw enemies. I saw you know, like they've been focusing on the exploration so much, which is cool. Yeah. But now to see, like, because I was really concerned, when I you know, and it, my concern has changed a little bit. But you know, like they they weren't showing. I'm like, I don't, and me personally, I don't want to like find a star, click on it, fly to it, walk around, name it, <laughs> and then leave. Like I, that's not my kind of game. It's well, I, it's it's other people's kind of games, and that's yeah. great. But I was the, when I started seeing like a weapon and some you know some stuff, it was it piqued my interest a little bit more.
0: Well, they showed some of that before they showed yeah. some of that at D three. Cause he, I remember him, him having a gun and he could blow a hole in some of the rocks and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was just more happy to see like
2: enemies that can take damage versus like running away.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, and then Tekken seven. Uh, it was So great. Like, so Yoshinori, Yoshinori Ono was up on stage talking about street fighter five. And then uh, I forget his name now, but, uh, the executive producer for Tekken, comes out uh, I think it's Harada, and they were they put like this this thing up on the screen saying that he was going to be the secret character in Street Fighter V, because uh a couple days before the show somebody had hacked into the PC demo and found all the other characters that haven't been announced yet supposedly so Ono kind of mentioned that and he's like oh just act like you didn't hear that the last couple days and they showed up uh, they showed Dalsim and he looks a lot older it's kind of cool how they made him and I think they were kind of making fun of that, so they put Harada up on the on the roster, but it was like a picture of him standing like with his cool pose. <coughs> but then he came out and confirmed, finally, that Tekken 7 is coming to PlayStation 4 next year. So there was a lot of conjecture, a lot of, you know, is it going to happen, is it going to happen? Uh, you know, a lot of people were saying that uh, Tekken 7 runs on very similar hardware to the PlayStation 4 in the arcades now, so that was kind of an indicator that it was coming. But we finally got the official word that it's coming, so it looks awesome too. Looks really cool, and they're getting into some of the story stuff. I I I never followed the story on Tekken. It's a fighting game. They were, <laughs> yeah. It, <clears throat> I mean, they always tried to, especially Namco Bandai. Always tried to put stories into games. You know, Soul Caliber and, and the Tekken series and all that. But I never paid attention. I just played. So, and then uh, last but not least. Uh, David Cage came out on stage for Quantic Dream, and uh, they they brought up the that that tech demo they did last year, showing that kind of Android factory, <clears throat> and they said, "Well, we're making this into a game uh, called Detroit," which we were all laughing about Dave on the on the chat when that happened. <laughs> uh, like, oh, or I think I said something to the effect of. This game is bullshit. I haven't heard a gunshot yet, and we're a minute in. <laughs> so. Pew pew. Yeah, uh, it looks cool. I,
2: I think it, it. I didn't get to. I, I didn't get to watch the trailer, and I didn't think about watching it before we recorded today. But you know, like Chaz was. Chaz and I were talking a little bit, and he was telling me that it looks like it's like a, a futuristic. You know, in the future, uh, yeah, farther depth in Detroit and um, more like uh, Android, like robot-based things like that. And I'm like, oh, so a female RoboCop?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the whole thing is that the the, the androids are trying to make look human.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would say style-wise, think of like Minority Report, the movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of that style, a lot of glass, a lot of shiny things. Um, and, but the androids, they try to make look like humans. And you see, they were showing scenes of people like really pissed off at the androids for probably taking their gerbs or whatever. And, um, and so then there's this, this, I think it's Kara. It is, yeah. Which is, they were showing her kind of coming to life and everything, and and her and it's her actually uh, on the voiceover. And so they show her, like, get on the train, but then all these other androids get on a separate spot in the train that's locked off, but she just gets right on. And they show all these androids, like, looking at her like she's different. Um, <clears throat> so it, it may kind of get down to kind of like what they were trying to get to it in the movie AI, God, I hope they don't try to do AI. But <laughs> uh, and it was cool because she turned around and all of a sudden. It was it's Emma from The Following, so I was pretty surprised by that. Uh, she's a pretty big character in the in that show.
2: Yeah, I mean that tech demo when they showed Kara, Kara like you know being taken apart and stuff like that, and how she was, like was learning to feel and things like that. Like right. the way that that looked and everything like that was like really cool. So I mean, yeah. in terms of like and what he showed, uh, I want to say that. Maybe it was this E3 that we were at when they showed like all the pixels falling and everything like that. When he showed that like wizard,
0: the wizard one. was actually at the unveil.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like we haven't seen anything from that either. So hopefully, you know. God, I hope they do something with that because that was badass. Yeah. He That's looked really cool.
0: <laughs> I have that video saved on my PS3 and I have it on my hard drive. I I, okay. I watch that every now and then because I just the movement alone and and I mean you've always seen motion capture, but I don't know how they did it. But they they nailed it in that demo. So, obviously, they didn't show gameplay footage at all. Who knows if we maybe saw gameplay footage there. Uh, but, yeah, it it blew a lot of people away. So, uh trying to think if there was anything else major out of the Paris game show that I'm missing. Did anybody see any headlines that I missed?
3: Mm, not that I can think <clears> of.
0: <throat> nope. You can check out the replay on their Twitch channel, on PlayStation's Twitch channel, and on their PlayStation uh, YouTube channel. The replay's up there as well. Highly recommended. It. it was actually one of the better shows. Oh, um, Michelle Ancel, uh, the guy behind like Rayman and, and a bunch of those games, showed a new game. I just can't think of the name right now, but it was kind of uh, a lot of tribal stuff going on, and, and you could take over different animals, and, and you play as a shaman. And you could take over different animals and... and Was that wild? Was it wild? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. It looked fantastic. Like, you could take over an eagle and fly over everything. And uh, in the demo, this girl had gotten bitten by a snake. So, as an eagle, you could look down and actually see the snakes because you have the eagle vision and everything. And uh, then they showed you could take over a rabbit and the rabbit kind of snuck into this other tribe to check out what was happening and... Uh, but, man, just visually, holy crap, it looked fantastic. Uh, and I think that's... I want to say that's PS4 exclusive or first on PS4 for consoles?
2: One They did announce that Battleborn closed beta, too.
0: Right. No, 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 no.
2: They didn't show... I thought they showed something from Battleborn
0: there. They showed the PvP, which looks really good. Okay. Yeah, they showed a lot of PvP. Uh, you could definitely tell that they're pushing hard to be like an esports game. Like you could really tell. Uh Yeah, I mean there was so much. And I wrote it down. I don't know where the hell it is. I looked all over the place. Was it did it come from Paris Games <clears throat> at PS Plus E-League or did that They came out kind of separately. Okay. Uh, they're going to be doing stuff in PlayStation Plus for E-Leagues and everything else. I don't know if we have all the details yet though. There's no, a I post on the website for it. Yeah, it's
2: leaking out or slowly. Information yeah. slowly coming out.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, Josh, you want to do the next one or the one after the next one?
1: Uh. <clears throat> I'll do the one after the next one.
0: That's what I figured.
1: Uh, that is that uh, PlayStation Plus uh, for November. All the games have been announced. Uh, For the PS4, you'll be getting Walking Dead Season 2.
0: Download one episode every four
1: months. (sighs) Yeah, speaking of which, uh, Game of Thrones comes out on disc on November 17th, I think it is. Uh And it is just the first set of episodes. The final episode is not on the disc. You have to download it. So fuck that. Don't buy it, anybody. Because that's bullshit. (coughs) That's complete bullshit. That's the whole reason you buy the disc is to get the full thing. It's
0: the future of video games, Josh. Well, just
1: accept it. Then I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> with jo- I'm with Josh on that one. I I'm think with I might do.
2: I think I might just wait until like, there's a telltale collection for 60 bucks or whatever that has oh, game of thrones shit. and borderlands and all that stuff all on the disc.
1: Yeah. It's unreal. I mean, that was the one and that was all part of that article that went up. Um, this past week. She did an awesome job. Or, or the week before. Yeah, you did. Um, where it was 17 weeks, uh, I believe. Let me double check, but I believe it was 17 weeks between <clears throat> uh, episode five and episode six Jeez. of Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, it was. So episode six releases on November 17th. Mm hmm. And they're releasing the disc, the quote-unquote—they're uh, calling it the season pass disc now. That's how they're getting around God. it, is they're calling it a season pass disc, where you get the first five episodes, and then you get a voucher to download the six. But
0: Josh, that's like getting the golden ticket from Willy
1: Wonka. That's bullshit.
0: Do we even know if there's a disc in the box? <laughs> <clears throat>
1: there oh, is a disc in the okay. box. Oh, is there? Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I the could-
2: same as— I would love to see Josh open that up and there be a piece of paper. Well, in there. I mean, no, what I'm was
0: it? Marvel, it. Marvel's uh, Marvel versus Capcom three or whatever for PS three. Mm-hmm. It was a digital game, but they actually brought out a version that was in a, a jewel case, and you opened Which it up and it was just, just a code. I have it, yeah,
1: just a code, yeah. <sighs> um, the uh, Minecraft one. Is the same thing. Yeah. It's the season pass disc where it has episode one on the disc. And what's even worse is episode two is out already. Yeah. So like they could have waited. <laughs> I mean, they could have waited till it was all done and then brought out a disc. But they wouldn't get this. the holiday season. <sighs> That's such.
0: You funny. know that that game is going to sell like crazy on shelves because it's, it's got the Minecraft name. It's out by Christmas. And yeah, people so are going to explain those Game up of Thrones groves. to me. I, game of Thrones is popular.
1: And? I,
0: you ha- you still have to remember that a lot of game companies want their games on shelves because a lot of parents, aunts, and uncles, etc., don't go to the PlayStation Store, or the Xbox Store, or whatever, to look up these games and buy little digital codes. They see them in the store when they go to Black Friday yes, and they see it at Walmart I, or Target or whatever. I understand
1: else. all that, but you're missing the point with Game of Thrones is that the episode six is coming out the same day as the disc that does not include episode six
0: yeah it's stupid they well because they can't preload it on, it on the disc and who knows how long the mastering takes i'm not i'm not
1: they could have I'm held back a week their, or their and still had the entire holiday yeah. season with it
0: well, i'm not defending their decision i'm just rationalizing it a little it's bit it's just I guess. asinine i agree and, Maybe they could take some people off of a different project for a month to get the yeah. the game ready to have it all on the disc by, the, by November 17th instead of doing that stupid shit. I think that was oh,
2: everybody's man. concern when Telltale announced, oh, we're going to do Borderlands, and oh, we're going to do Game of Thrones, and oh, we're going to do Minecraft. We're like, wait a minute. It took you eight months to bring out Walking Dead Season 1.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I agree. Yeah. I, I 100% deg- I, I agree.
1: It just it makes me furious because I love these games, and... I've stopped buying them completely at this point because I I said I'm going to wait till they're fully out and buy the disc. Yeah. Which I had done with the first couple of them, but this is how they're doing the disc now, so I'm at the point where I'm never going to play these games. You know?
3: Yeah.
2: Well, digitally, they even got a ton of people. I think it was... January or February, where they offered that stupid, ridiculous deal of the whole collection for like $45 digitally, where you bought like the season pass, and you're still like, almost like you're saying, Josh, you're almost a year later after you spent $40, and you don't have all your content yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the only only way they got me to play Tales from the Borderlands, which I haven't touched yet, is because it was getting such rave reviews everywhere, they sent out Mm -hmm. Steam codes to all the press, basically, and said, here's the full season, go play which I haven't done yet, but I'd like to. But still, now I'm sitting in front of my computer, which I don't like to sit in front of my computer and play games. And there's, no, the there's no
2: tablet support for that yet, right?
1: I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I, I know
2: remember. they did, like, Walking Dead on iPad and, and Android.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of them. I don't know what they all have out. That release schedule's a little weird. They usually do consoles and Steam around the same yeah. time, and then mobile stuff is usually a lot later. But I, I
2: think that they're getting their clientele anyways. Like they, you know, like if somebody wants to buy the, the episodic thing, and and I'm with both of you guys on it. Like, wait until January and put the disc out. I know you want the holiday traffic and everything like that, but you know, I think that you're gonna confuse a kid that doesn't even know how to get to the PlayStation store and get to Minecraft, and after episode one and two, and just thinks he's done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Minecraft is is just is bad, but Game of Thrones is a thousand times worse because. Episode six is ready. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, it's, it's <laughs> they worse could have held yeah. it back a couple yeah. of weeks. And I think it's worth the full thing on the disc.
2: I think it's worse to have Minecraft's going to have episode one on it. And then you're going to have to download the rest. Like I think yeah. that's worse.
1: Well, that's pretty horrible. And I guarantee you're going to have thousands of moms going into the store. Ooh, Minecraft. And they buy it and they get home. And they go, wait, what? How do we wait? What? We're not online. What do we do now?
2: Hmm. Because you can still on PS4, you can still get to the PlayStation Store without Plus. Yeah, you can. Never mind. I was going to say because what happens if your Plus expires? You can you
1: still get the game? <laughs> yes, you can get the game. But what happens if you're not online? What happens right. if you have a bandwidth cap? What happens? I mean, there's there's oh, yeah. all different reasons why people would not want to do this.
0: Well, there's also people that buy it on disc because they don't have an internet connection. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, that's, even though that's they... That's my point.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but mean, I mean, that's why you put it on a disc.
0: They They—they announced, I think, that they said like 90% of PS4s are online, but there's still 10% people. How pissed yeah. off are those people going to be that actually don't have an internet connection, go to Walmart, pick it up, take it home, have it out there for Christmas. They open it up. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Put it in the system. What the... f fu- Huh?
2: Yeah, but what does what, what does online mean though? Like, does it, it got connected and it downloaded a couple things, and then maybe it's still not connected? Because no, like,
0: just connected to the internet. They're saying so, yeah. if you know, running an update. Having but actually, just saying
1: that it's connected to the internet doesn't show you the full picture. There are sure. a lot of people with bandwidth caps. There are a lot of people that have shitty, shitty connections. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. Are not going to download gigs worth of data for for this thing over the course of how many months? You know. They're going to forget. They're not going to know that the next episode came out. They're not Mm going to know that episode five came out and they're never going to download it. They're going to play the game. The next episode. Well, this game, the Minecraft was a little different because episode two came out very quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if between episode two and three, you go four or five months, people are going to forget about it. So they Mm -hmm. bought that disc. They quote unquote bought the full season. They played one, maybe two, and they'll forget about it and never go back to it. Yeah, but Telltale got their money, so what are they? Or
2: care? they just don't, like you're saying, Josh. They just, they just don't know. Like maybe they want to play it, but it, it's not like I turn my PS4 on, on on December 12th and it says new episode is available. Like it doesn't tell yeah. me that. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't auto download it, even though I paid for it.
1: Well, no, the PS4 should. I don't know with Telltale games, right? But I that's I treated as a separate release, right? I, I think Ooh. if it's an update, if there's a patch, you know, an update patch, which I thought they usually did. I think that's how it is because it doesn't have a
0: separate episode number on the, on the no, interface. You access, patch it it. The yeah, yeah. you access it, it from the game. Yeah. You access it from the game. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the patch would download automatically. Okay. But that is if you have your PlayStation connected. Right. Or if you have it set to auto download things because you might not because you have a bandwidth mm-hmm. cap or you have an just an absolutely shitty connection <clears throat> right you know so it, it's just bad business really and it pisses me off because i do love telltale games and it and they're it getting away with me it. crazy yeah because <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh,
1: it's really bad business to put out a disc that does not have the full game on it and kind of play it off as well we called it the season pass disc so you know you should understand yeah, that because everybody uh, gets that who the fuck's gonna know that? Who's not really into video games? You know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Totally agree.
1: Makes me crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what's making you crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright, so we finally we finally also on the the <laughs> PS2. Before, uh we have Magicka 2.
0: Which everybody's pissed off that Chaz posted this and didn't post that crazy uh trailer for it. Because there's this cra- it's a it's a game about like vampires and stuff, and there's this crazy trailer with this hilarious song on it. Like I don't remember what it is anymore. If we had Johnny as a boy or any of those those guys on, they'd all be singing it right now. Because <laughs> those a holes play it when we're on the party all the time.
1: Uh, mean, right? Okay, then we have uh, Beyond Good and Evil for the PS3. Nice. Uh, Mass Effect Two yeah. for the PS3. Nice. Random. Um, that is a
0: little random like why not bring out the trilogy
1: yeah that's weird here have you can, the second um, out of three you can buy the trilogy you don't, have, for like you don't get one or bucks, three you just get so. two well that's it they do that so that you'll go back and buy one mm-hmm. and so that you can play two and then you go <laughs> oh well, that was pretty good and now I'll buy three I know you, that that was a marketing person's idea right can there can
0: you buy one separately though I thought you could only get one in the trilogy I you think you can buy it digitally in the store can so, you now okay yeah
1: um. Well, either way, don't they have at the beginning of 2 for the PS3, don't they have a... <laughs> Last time choices? on Mass Effect. No, yeah. I thought they have a make some choices thing. Yeah, like a, like a comic book of, style
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. To yeah.
1: build your character in to yeah. start up to. Yeah. Okay, and for the Vita, we have Dragon Fin Soup, which cool. is cross by with the PS4 and PS3.
2: No? I think it said PS3 eventually, if I remember reading it right.
1: Eventually. Uh, and Invisimals. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's what we get this
2: I saw some discussion about that. I don't know if they confirmed it or not, because isn't there two versions of Invisimals? One's a PSP game, and one's a Vita game, but the Vita game is Invisimals something?
1: There's even more than that. There's one for the PS3 or 4, actually.
0: Well, they released the Vita one and the PS3 one at the same time. And that's when Chaz got a month before they even came over to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the time they sent us the review codes for that, I sent her the reviews right back. I'm like, we're so good, we already got reviews done. Um, and that, it started on PSP. And actually, it came with a little camera you would plug yeah. into the top of the PSP.
1: That and, was one of the uses for the camera. One of the like three games that ever used that two. camera.
0: <laughs> but I think people are
2: saying that this is the PSP game.
0: No.
1: No, okay. it isn't. Okay. No. I was this just reading is, comments on on. on this articles. is kind
0: of Sony's oh. attempt at Pokemon.
1: No, no, wait, 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 wait. wait. I see what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's saying that they're not releasing the Vita version of the game. They're releasing oh. the PSP version of the game, which is compatible with the Vita. Right.
2: I was reading blog comments and people were like, can you tell me if this is the Vita version or the PSP version that works on the Vita? Because mm. I, like, I thought the, the Invisimol game Vita. was Invisimol colon something for Vita.
1: It is. Uh, let me look. I'm looking right now, actually.
0: With our awesome, handy search feature?
1: (laughs) No. I'm looking at...
3: I'm
1: looking at the PlayStation blog to see what they say. They say Invisibles PS Vita. They don't say what it's actually, Mm -hmm. which one it is. And
2: I'm not saying that it is what it is or
0: isn't. I was just saying when I was reading. But
1: they're being vague about it, so (laughs) (laughs) it probably is the PSP version. Well,
0: so the PS Vita version is called Invisimals The Alliance.
1: Yeah, but is the PSP version compatible?
0: I don't know because I have it on UMD.
1: That's the thing. I didn't think you could buy that
0: digitally because you had to have the camera. But the Vita has a camera. I know, but I'm saying... (laughs) I don't think they released it digitally on PSP because you had to have the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, if
1: they if they make it digital on the store, I think it would show up in the PS... Well, no, they can block it on the PSP store. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: we know that too all too well.
2: But I mean, that's yeah. interesting. If they're gonna, how old is that PSP game?
3: <laughs>
0: God, uh, pretty it's pretty old. Sitting in my closet over there, um, it's a. It's been a long time. I would say yeah. it probably came out in.
1: I can tell you. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I have it, so it's in my list here. Uh, uh,
2: Yeah, it's just interesting how vague they're being about it. And I think that people were, a lot of comments on the blog were asking that question, and they just were ignoring it. Usually they're pretty quick to answer it. Um,
1: Well, actually, oh no, there were two. Oh, weird. I only have one of them. There were two on the PSP. Right. And the one I have is called Invisimal's Shadow Zone. That was 2011.
0: That's the second one.
1: Yeah. And that that one they
0: sold digitally because people had the camera by then.
1: Well, I think they this, sold a
0: physical one with the camera and one without on, on the digital store.
1: This one I have is a bundle with the camera. And I got okay. it because it was one of those Target sales for like five bucks. Right. So I got it and stuck it in a box and forgot about it.
0: Yeah. They're, I, th- I want to say the original came out in like, I would say nine either 10 twenty nine, two 2010. Yeah. it's It seems about right because I remember seeing it at PAX, I thought. And the first packs I went to was 2010. Let's see here.
1: <clears throat> I'll tell you, the first one was November 2009 in yeah. PAL territories and October 2010 in North America.
2: Yep. That makes and sense. that was the one that was just called Invisimals. Yes.
0: Yeah, and it came you, – you, the, the camera is required for it, so usually yeah. people bought it physically mm-hmm.
1: to get the bundle.
0: <clears throat>
1: and then, well, That's the only way they sold it initially. Right. yeah. The yeah. first one.
2: And that's what I'm saying. Is the PlayStation blog is just calling it Invisimals?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's obviously not going to be that one.
1: It's <laughs> nowhere it was. So, well, you never know. <laughs> um, so there was Invisimals, uh, Shadow Zone, The Lost Tribes. Uh, the Alliance was on the Vita, and the Lost Kingdom was on the PS3. Right. So, and the the. Alliance and the Lost Kingdom had cross-play functionality. Right. Which was a big deal. And we have
0: both reviews up on our website. People are interested because Chaz actually tried both of them for the review or did reviews for both of them. Yeah. And he talked about that cross-play stuff.
1: Yes. Um... Yeah, so, wow, this will be interesting to see what actually shows up on <laughs> yeah. on whatever day that is. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. S- yeah, the second, third. or the third, sorry.
0: I won't know, because I'll be driving.
3: Oh. I'll check it when I get to Josh's.
0: Hmm. Interesting, yeah, I didn't hear any of that hubbub at all.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, if you look at the blog, that's the first comments are like, "Is this the PSP game? Is this the? And there's not a single reply back yeah. from. Usually, they're pretty
0: quick about it. replying to they questions are. like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Uh, maybe it's just that that person was at Paris Games Week or something. Yeah. You never know.
1: I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. Mm. Yeah,
0: I, just can an, I can make inquiries on Monday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. We'll know on Tuesday. True. We'll all know, <laughs>
0: Oh, we'll all know. Oh, we'll know. All right. Is that it for all those? Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, huge update coming to Rocket League, not too far from now. Uh, they're going to be introducing uh, mutators, which allows you to kind of change the gameplay rules a little bit, uh, depending on what you want to do. So there are things like uh, lower gravity uh, or the low gravity moon ball. Uh, the classic supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars, game modes, cubic, and time warp, uh, with, with some others in there from that. <clears throat> a special playlist entitled Mutator Mashup uh, is going to launch in November, which is going to combine a, a bunch of these several preset modes into a single randomized game list. And uh, they're also doing something that's going to finally make Josh play Rocket League. You're going to be able to race on ice with a hockey puck as the ball.
1: Well, I've played it. Yeah. Already.
0: What? With the hockey Rocket puck? Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, but I've you don't play Rocket it regularly League. with us.
1: Because I don't have time. I just... Don't get so busy. You act like uh, like I don't want to play it. I no, no, you like just don't it. play
0: it with us, though. Yeah,
1: because I don't have time. Okay.
0: But this you might make more time now because it's going to have hockey in it.
1: I can't just suddenly make time the time i have is the time i have it's it's, it doesn't change so you know if i'm not playing it now i'm not going to be playing it next week okay you know i can only play so much okay
0: and also with the next patch uh the ps nation flag will apparently be in it so the next time you get a patch look in the community uh folder in the flags area and uh you should find ps nation there hopefully
1: Oh, well, now I'm going to play it. Yeah, no, you're
0: not. You can't make time. You can't make any more time. All right, up next. uh, We don't have a link for this anywhere, but uh, the reports came out a couple days ago that uh, Sony is reporting that so far they have sold 29.4 million PS4s worldwide. Still outpacing the PS2. Uh, Things do not seem to be slowing down at all, (laughs) which is crazy. So, thoughts on that, anybody?
1: Uh, well, thoughts on that is that it's crazy, but the other thoughts are that everywhere I've seen was saying that this was announced as shipped, Mm -hmm. not sold.
0: Which is weird, because Sony never does shipped.
1: Well, this time they did. Yeah. Mm.
2: Because that's the headlines that I saw, too, was shipped.
0: Okay. Yeah. I saw sold. Sold. I didn't see any, because when you said shipped the other day, Dave, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. the one I saw sold.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I, want, I mean, I think GameSpot
1: said shipped. Well, I'm looking, like, most of the ones, most of the headlines here all say shipped, shipped, shipped. Oh, okay. 29 million plus shipped.
2: Which, I mean, it just, you know, either way, I mean, it's still, you know, a crazy number, but at the same time, like, the, I wonder how much the price drop is
1: encouraging retailers to order. Well, that more. was before the price drop.
0: Yeah, these numbers wouldn't reflect that. Oh, okay. Maybe that's so, why though they shipped them because they knew the price drop was coming, yeah. so
1: just wait until that price drop happens, and let's see what well no what shows no, no in the terms first of quarter
2: if
0: it,
1: next
2: year yeah,
0: if it is shipped
2: and and best buys and targets knew that the fifty dollar price drop was coming, they probably increased their orders, which increased the shipped number
1: could be, which is why they went with shipped instead of sold, yeah Hmm.
0: interesting.
2: And Especially because the there's like three
0: bundles like next month, right? Star Wars, Uncharted, <sighs> Black Ops Three bundle next yeah. week. Uh, yeah, the Star Wars one, the Disney Infinity bundles out or coming out? I think those are out already. Yeah.
1: At this point in its lifetime, the PS2 had done almost 25 million. Jeez.
0: Well, they were at 25 million sold a couple of months ago already. Yeah. So yeah, it's.
1: Wow. And they've got the price drop, so sales <clears throat> should keep going. Yeah, and keep increasing. That's insane. Indeed, I, I yeah. Because that
2: one terabyte's going to be that one terabyte with Call of Duty is like four thirty or four forty with the game and the one terabyte with the game. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Is and, it possible that this can keep up the momentum over its lifetime and actually beat the PS2's lifetime sales? I mean, that seems an <sighs> unobtainable number, but every time you turn around, it's doing better than the PS2 did, and I don't see any reason for it to slow down at well, any point.
0: And, and actually, some have pointed to the fact that in, or, uh, Sony's strategy seems to be more on par with what it was with the PS2. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, what's fallen off the wayside a little bit from the Sony's point of view, or from PlayStation's point of view, is the Vita. And now they're focusing directly on PS4 and then also PlayStation VR. Because PlayStation VR is is kind of replacing Vita when you think about it, you know, because they're supporting two platforms. They're not supporting three. And it seems very similar because obviously back in the PS2 days, there was no handheld, you know? So
1: I don't know. Hmm? The, um, what was the end of the PS2's life cycle, but the Vita or PSP came out at the end of the PS2's life cycle. Yeah. Yeah well the end of like it was in that between period where the ps2 was winding down a bit but god of war was just coming out right and then the ps3 was on the horizon but the psp was there yeah it was yeah. ps2 and psp for like a year or so but at for least.
0: a majority of the ps2 they were just supporting the ps2 yeah well and the and ps1
1: <laughs> cuz they were still doing well, sure. ps1 ps2 <laughs> And then they were doing PS2, PS3, so that even there they were supporting three. And then the Vita came along, and it was PS3, Vita, PS4. Well,
0: but it's you're you're talking about the same kind of levels that they're they're, they're, quote unquote supporting the PS3 right now, and that's not very much.
1: Yeah, the two of them have dropped off dramatically. So,
0: I I don't know. I I I, I agree. I I think that there's really not much that can stop them right now if they keep up the momentum, And, and they seem to be really making that push. I mean, they showed a lot more games at at Paris Game Show that we didn't even mention. You know, Worldwide Studios has that Minecraft-looking game, and um, you know we've got a bunch of the other ones that we've seen before that haven't really been mentioned lately. Uh, Shadow of the Beast, they only showed in the the sizzle reel at the beginning of the thing. They didn't even show Shadow of the Beast at all. Uh, You know, there's a lot on the horizon that we might not even know about or that we've forgotten about uh you know we've got Gravity Rush 2 coming and they finally announced the U- that it's coming out in the US officially and uh there's a lot and i just I, if they keep up with their I, th- I think their strength really is their first party support and it always has been and worldwide studios just keeps working on these uh, these astounding games but at the same time they're doing what they've done since, probably, well, they did some PS two also, but they they go kind of that experimental route with things like Little Big Planet and and Dreams <laughs> and everything else. So they're trying to really hit a broad variety of of likes and dislikes, and I think that's their strength because Nintendo's tough to beat for first party stuff; they just are. Um, you know, Microsoft they bring out the blockbuster every now and then. Sony just. Does their own thing, and we see some just truly outstanding games that set set themselves apart. So, and,
2: and I think if they continue to evolve with the apps, like the Twitch app that just came out, and as long oh, as definitely. Amazon and Netflix and everything like that keep working, and I think that people are moving away from the app enhanced TVs because they have to take the TV with them. Versus Versus, yeah. for me, I can take my PS4 up north to my parents' house, and I I have all my stuff. I don't have to worry about if my parents have. Netflix on their TV or something like that. I just have my PS4 with me. Yeah, and I think that's a, a big win as well.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, finally they're they're working in that direction. Obviously, that was the big complaint about the PS4 in the first year was that there was barely any media support on that thing at all because they were focusing on games. Now that they've got the time, they can do these apps, and yeah, the Twitch app is it works very well. So they did, they need to keep it up though.
2: No, but I think the consumer showed them that the games are the most important part first.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> You can bitch and moan about their their strategy, but I think it's working. Seems to be at least. So Yeah. I'm i yeah. Man, I'm helping the cause. I got that fourth one coming, God damn it! <laughs> Son of a bitch.
1: But it's gonna be so cool.
0: Alright. Uh what we're playing and watching. Dave, why don't you start us off? Okay. Um Destiny.
2: A lot. A lot. A lot of Destiny. Um, what? You finally got that game? Yeah. Um, and then I still, you know, I play uh, M O B the show, 15, the show with my son a lot. We play a lot of uh, quick count games. We mess with a lot of the rosters and use the older, like the 92, and 94 rosters and stuff like that. Nice. Because he's into like the history of the baseball and stuff like that, even though that the names aren't there, but the stats and the attributes are there. So when... He tries to throw Ricky Henderson out of second base and doesn't understand why he's standing there.
0: <laughs> Can't you? Did you ever? I think there's some rosters you can download with all the names.
2: Yeah, they had the names, but like it wouldn't be expected. But like the commentary doesn't say that. Doesn't say oh, Ricky Henderson yeah, yeah. or Joe Carter and stuff like that. Well, yeah, uh, and like NBA 2K does a good job with their classic teams where like the names are in there, are in there. And I just think that's a different agreement that they have with the Players Association for the NBA than well, it's uh, a different
0: Players Association. That's why because the yeah. Players Association for MLB is pretty outlandish yeah
2: so um and you know still uh, we haven't picked up 2k 16 but you know my son and i play 2k 15 a lot against each other um and uh yeah that in terms of playing that's that's all i've been playing <laughs> so.
0: and, I, and i think 2k 16 is good because i haven't heard Chillionaire bitch about it once on twitter <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, Maybe Yeah. <laughs> be- you don't play games of this anymore what the hell mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Maybe that'll be somebody's uh, birthday present in November because he loves the the My Player stuff. Oh, wait stuff. to spoil
0: it if he listens to this.
2: God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, and then watching, uh, we got caught up on the Flash the other day. Nice. Um, that's I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. I don't really know the direction that it's going because I don't understand <laughs> it. But it doesn't really matter to me. I would be more intrigued to just to watch the story play out. They've right. they've got me intrigued already, no matter what. So. Right. Um. My wife and I watch uh, a lot of like NCIS and Castle, um, which are standard things that most people know about. But if anybody has not seen the show Blind Spot on NBC, Mm. that is very, very good. It is the one um, where the girl is tattooed from head to toe. Um, The way that the show starts is that she's like left in a duffel bag in the middle of Times Square.
0: That happens all the time. Come on. And
2: they, you know, so, like, obviously they think it's like a bomb or something like that. And they, you know, like, and then the bag starts moving and she steps out and she's, um, you know, covered in tattoos and she has this name on the back. I can't remember the guy's name right now, but he's an FBI agent, like an elite FBI agent. And, uh, her tattoos are, um, clues to things that are going on that are as it, you know, coincidentally, as they figure out these tattoos or these dates or addresses, they're all these big crime things that are going on. She doesn't know who she is. Her memory has been wiped. Her DNA is not on file. There's no fingerprints. So there's a lot of different like story branches in the, in the show. And you know, it's a crime drama, but with her, she goes out in the field. She has some, what she does know, what she does remember or or retain is some very good, uh, hand to hand combat and things like that. (laughs)
0: So it's kind of like Memento with the Born series, with huh, yeah. And it's Jamie Alexander from the Thor movies,
2: yeah. yeah. So uh, it's it's interesting. It has it, it's piqued my interest. I don't know. Um, there's slowly answering enough questions, and there's enough. Is this going to happen this week? Is this going to happen this week to to keep me intrigued? And then there's also a show. I believe it's on Fox. Uh, most of the stuff I've been watching on Hulu um, is called Rosewood, which is uh he is a
0: oh yeah, uh, what's his name um Ah, uh, I know what you're talking about he's like a what is he like a, a, a he's a an corner? independent
2: medical examiner, like he owns his oh, okay. own his own business for you know, it's examining
0: a chestnut, what the hell's his name yeah
2: I don't- Pay yeah, yeah, attention actors to know that, um, but he's he's very very good at his job. He can you know he's very, obviously like he's very observant. You know the high end independent medical examiner, but um, the root cause of the story that you see right from the beginning is that uh, he has like a heart condition. Like he takes right. a bunch of pills, and he's gonna like. He, he was supposed to die like six years ago and he hasn't died and things like that so
4: he going die
2: it's based out of Miami and there's you know there's interesting things how he figures things out and you know the thing, again typical
0: it's like Quincy Miami
2: yeah um i I've, I've been into crime drama since I was a kid it's my mom and dad's fault so <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, all the way back to like Walker
2: so
0: <laughs> wait Walker Texas Ranger yeah nice so
2: one of the most violent shows on television in the in the nineties. Darkest beard in the world. <laughs> so um, that is the the gist of what I have been watching. We just did by uh, Furious Seven on Blu-ray the other day. We got that in the mail. Oh,
3: oh guys! Nice. <laughs> oh
2: no! My daughter loves those movies. Oh.
4: It's
2: great. <laughs> the words haven't been invented. <laughs> <laughs> Still, one of the funnest times watching that in the theater with ten of us. So. Oh gosh. <laughs>
0: Is he gonna flex out of his head? Oh my god he did. My <laughs> poor old lady. <laughs>
2: yeah. So um yeah. I mean that's pretty much it. I mean obviously I've played tons of other stuff since I've been on a podcast, but that's what I've been playing recently. So. Cool.
0: Josh? Now remember folks, this is a short week for Josh and I. Nothing. Nothing at all?
1: <laughs> nothing at all.
0: Wow. All right then.
1: Today's the day when I play and <clears throat> we're doing this, so nothing. Okay. <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh so I played. You didn't watch anything, like- Josh?
1: No TV? Nope. Uh, uh Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. What, what's actually- going on with Thomas?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> has he gotten off that track yet?
1: You know what's fucked up? They they started showing a new season of it and the the main guy, not Thomas, um <laughs> the, the Sir Topham hat his his voice has changed. Now hmm. suddenly he's like a Welsh guy. <laughs> What? It's so weird.
2: Does Mason it's, notice it?
1: He noticed it, and I'm okay. like, wow, he has a different accent. That's so weird. He's like, yeah, he talks different, <laughs> but he likes the the new episodes. So, but what I what I'm really thrilled about, actually, just watching all this kid stuff, is Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Okay, I didn't Never know what it. it was at first, and. You know, I recorded it for him and I was letting it run. I was looking at my iPad doing something and I kept hearing this stuff and I heard uh, Is I it go, a new Mr. Rogers? It is. Oh my god. I heard him say, Let's talk to the na- <laughs> let's talk to the mailman, Mr. McFeely. And what? I was like, wait, what? And I looked up, I'm like, holy shit. And it's all animated and essentially Daniel Tiger takes over the role. It's all done with the the Fred Rogers estate. Like oh, they set okay. this whole thing up like the train because a like little
2: animated world too, too. trolley is there. Oh my
1: they take trolley everywhere. His best friend is Prince Wednesday. Holy
0: King crap. Friday.
1: is there. It's amazing. I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Cause I was actually just got,
0: watching a Mr. Rogers video today.
1: I, that's it's so funny because I had thought about it the other day. Well, like a month or two ago, I thought about like, Oh, he's never going to get like that. Mr. Rogers. Cause it doesn't translate now, you know, wouldn't right. It wouldn't be as good to, and it wouldn't capture a kid's imagination the way it did for us back then, because it's of not what the TV landscape looked like. <laughs> no, I loved animated stuff, but I loved Mr. Rogers, and Heck I loved yeah. Sesame Street and all that. It was just a different TV landscape. Yeah. Um, but they've done it in a way, it was perfect, because like these, these episodes that I recorded were uh, the new baby is coming and he's having a little sister and I'm like, Hey, and I didn't say anything. I just put it on and just waited to see how Mason would react. Cause suddenly it's his life on on the screen <laughs> with the baby sister coming and dealing with the baby and the baby's crying. And what do you do? And all this stuff. And I'm just watching him and he turns to me. He's like, that's like Zoe. I'm like, yeah, it is, huh? <laughs> So I could see him, I could see his little mind working as he was watching all of it. It was cool. But I I just love the fact that it exists.
0: What's it that called it again? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it.
1: Yeah, it's been around for, I think it's at least <coughs> two seasons in, it, wow. it maybe more, but... What's it called um, again, I'm sorry? Uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And they have the names of all the same people and everything. Um, they They do a lot of music and stuff on it, but it's all animated. It's... He's a tiger. He has a cat friend, an owl friend, um, and and even when he sits down, he sits down at the end of the show. At the beginning and the end of the show, to put on his little red sweater and his and his shoes. And behind him are the little train tracks for trolley and like the little the models that that Mister Rogers had, where he would. Uh, pull out, you know, the the castle and the library thing that would spin and they're all there on the shelf behind it. (laughs) I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) It's really cool for somebody who grew up with it to see that stuff. So
2: they got to keep the parents intrigued while the kids are watching it too. Yeah,
1: it's neat. So, yeah, huh. that's all I've watched. That's, really
2: <laughs> that's all I've done. That's
3: cool, though.
2: I yeah, it is. To uh, I definitely, yeah. I'll take, check it out. I've got to find stuff that I'll be comfortable with Owen watching eventually.
1: So, yeah, that's yeah. on PBS. So, huh. It's very cool. All
0: right. Uh, well, the first two I don't think I can talk about very much, but uh, I played last night, after we got done with Destiny, uh, we played the Battleborn Private Test, which is this tech- technical test to try to uh, you know get rid of some of the bugs. Uh, We finally got in and we played through like a co-op mission. Had a lot of fun. It's still a little jumpy and everything else, but obviously it's 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 a test. It's a beta type thing. So, Uh, but yeah, it's 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 still exciting to me. I'm really interested in it, and I can't wait to see the final product. Honestly, I I really enjoyed what I played at PAX, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's in some ways I think it's what Destiny, what I expected Destiny to be, and I think they do a couple things better in Battleborn. So it's going to be uh, fun to check it out. And then also, this just came out of nowhere. <clears throat> uh, they're doing a beta for a game on PS4 called Dead Star. And uh, it's like a space combat game and everything. And I'm like, I, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't see anything. And the way that they were talking about it, I'm like, holy shit, is this like first-person space combat? No, it's like overhead. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. It's uh, I, I don't, I'm asking if I can stream it or not yet, but... Uh, You can actually get in and play, like, 5v5, and I think there's a 10v10 mode and all kinds of crazy stuff, so it's fun. Uh, And then, like Dave mentioned, I've I've been messing with the Twitch app, and I like it. Uh, It's very similar to the one that's on the Xbox One. Uh, It seems to be working really well. I haven't had any glitches or, you know, bugs or crashes or anything else so far, but uh, pretty cool. Uh, A lot of options and works very, very well uh um, Rock Band 4 got all the got all my songs loaded on my PlayStation 4 here at the house. Oh and they changed gosh. things now. Huh? You know
1: what? I I've been doing that. That's <clears throat> yeah. what I was doing like re- before we recorded. Okay. That's a pain in the fucking balls.
0: Bro. It is. And they changed it. So when it first came out, you could go into the Rock Band 4 store and do all of your packs and then get a bunch of your tracks and there were some that didn't work. Now, I would suggest just going to Rock Band 4 in the PlayStation Store, going to the add-on section, and just go through the whole fucking list.
1: Well, yeah, but that's a problem, too. Like I, I went into Rock Band 4 to the store thinking, okay, I'm in Rock Band 4. This is going to be the easiest way for me to see yeah. what I have, what I don't have. And I was able to get a couple things, sure. and then every single thing I hit, it said, error, try back later error try right. back later oh, they' I was like, problems. fuck this so <laughs> so then I went into the PlayStation store but the problem is you know it's this massive massive list
0: 1945 songs so
1: Holy crap. crap yep so I sort by price high to low and I'm like okay it says free so I purchased it so I go in and I purchase and you know it goes through and then I go back but it takes you right back to the top of the list <gasps> yeah so, yeah. <laughs> you've scrolled halfway down, you know, and you're you're slowly getting all your things, but every single time you yeah. pick one up, you have to go back in and scroll all the way the fuck down and figure out where you were on that list. There's so, not a, a the multi check box either. Right? No. No. Okay. no. Not at all. Because a, the problem is you have to nightmare.
0: repurchase it, quote unquote, a, a bunch mm-hmm. of the tracks that are free. Okay. Yeah. But then there's other ones that'll say purchased. But the, but the wrench in the works is that if you bought, like, let's say, for example, you bought Foo Fighter Pack 1, and there's five songs in the Foo Fighters Pack 1, the songs that are in that pack will show unavailable as a track. You actually have to go get the, the track pack, download that to get those songs. See, it gets yeah. confusing after a while.
1: Well, that's why I sorted by price high to low, because yeah. it's all the packs, 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 and I got through all those first. And now I'm into, I got all those. Yeah. And now it's individual songs. And I got to that point and I was like, fuck this. I don't have time for this. And I just stopped.
0: Yeah. The nice thing is if you have multiple PS4s, it gets easier on the next one if you ever want to do it. I had to because I have a PS4 at Rock's house and I've got one here at the house and I brought a guitar with me.
1: Oh, because it's all in your library or something?
0: Well, no, because you don't have to do the free thing anymore. You don't have to repurchase it. Once you've purchased it, you've purchased it. And if you go in, it takes you back to the top of the list only if you go in and actually do a purchase, even if it's free so now that you've it, now that it's purchased on your list, if you go in and you just do the download and you back out you 're right at the same spot you were before
3: hmm.
0: yeah, okay <clears throat> so yeah, trust me I've been dealing with this because i've got three p s fours sucks <clears throat> it does, but once they're on there they're on there, and I wish there was a better way I do I wish there was a better way, but there's not. But it's really nice because I have over fi- over 500 songs in my Rock Band, and uh, you know I paid a lot of money for that stuff, and I can still use it, so I'm happy.
2: Just curious, like how much space on the drive do these songs take up? Like minor amounts. Usually,
0: or? a song is about 40 to 60 meg. Okay, they're not much.
1: Okay, at the most. But it is, it's a peanut butter. I was butt. seeing like 20 megs for yeah. a lot of things. I was yeah. just
2: wondering, like 500 songs—that's a lot of hard drive space. And they're actually, working,
0: yeah. so like with mine, <clears throat> the first thing I do after I download Rock Band 4. Is I download one song I get back out and I go to my PSN settings, you know, you go to settings, go to PlayStation Network, and I reload all my licenses for PSN then I went to the library and you can go to related items for Rock Band 4 and it showed me like 200 of my songs so I bypassed a lot of that by just going in there and I just went right down the list, boom, 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 boom
1: Well that's kind of what I was hoping was there but since I hadn't gotten any of them yet yeah it wasn't there
0: yeah that's that's weird i'm usually there were some that were you know came up as quote-unquote free but a lot of mine came up as purchased but like i said the packs really got in my way because the packs won't be on your download list for whatever reason
1: no mine all say <clears throat> going through that going through the packs and everything everything said f- uh free wow. That's weird. And I'd have to click on it, and once I downloaded it, I'd go back into the list, and it would say purchased. Right. So it says free at first, you go Mm -hmm. get it, and then it says that it's purchased. Yeah, at
2: least least that way they're not letting you, I mean, not having you double dip a song, which
1: is good. Right. Well, and that's why I went through the packs first, because I wanted to make sure that I got everything, and then anything individual songs should show up as unavailable or free or whatever, because... I already pulled it through the pack, right. so that I'm not going to buy everything again because right. I know that was a problem in the old ones. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to go through that again.
0: I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, but it, it, I'm still working on you know all my all my tour dates that I didn't do before, all the little stragglers and everything else. But I didn't I didn't get to play it very much. But uh, there's another update out firmware update out for the instruments as well. So I'm going to try to do that today. And that just helps with uh, some more disconnection issues, apparently, stuff like that. So,
1: oh, I did that first, which was awesome. That's a
0: great idea.
1: And the, the only reason it was awesome is because my PC is relatively newer, yeah, like within the past three, four years it was bought. So, mm. it has Bluetooth built in. If it didn't, I would have been furious. <laughs> but,
0: well, we could update it when if, I come out next week.
1: It worked easily. So yeah. it it was it's a very simple process. Of course I haven't been able to get them now to I I didn't really try all that hard, but I was I was focused on just getting the songs downloaded. Sure. And while I was sitting there I just hit the guitar, the button on the guitar to um you know, to sync it. And it just blinked and blinked. Well
0: that's because blinked. you have to go into Bluetooth settings and yeah, actually
1: add it that way. Which I I didn't do. I yeah. was too busy with it's actually pretty easy. Uh, the, the one
0: thing is when you're doing these, it, it's a pain in the ass because yeah. when a new firmware comes out. So now I don't have both my guitars synced to my PS4 here, so it's going to be easy. But if you only have one PS4, like you know most normal people, um, the easiest way to do that is actually go into the Bluetooth settings and delete the two or you know like whatever instruments you have, delete them out of the Bluetooth list because you have to turn the guitar on, as an example, same way with the drums. You have to turn it on, and then hit the sync button right next to it, and then it'll start flashing. But if it's synced to the PS4 still, you'll turn your PS4 on because it's an actual Bluetooth controller, and it won't let you hit the sync button, because it's already synced up to the PS4. So you're like in this Catch-22.
1: And that's why I did it (laughs) <laughs> took took them right out of the box, and that yeah. was the first thing I did. I said, "Let me get this firmware updated before it's even yeah. it even knows the PS4 exists."
0: See, but now and there's a second update, so I'm gonna have to do that again. I'm gonna have to go in, delete them from yeah. the system if I'm the, if i at Rock's house, and then I just synced one at a time to to the PC, and it's just an executable. It's really easy to do, but it is it's 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 a hassle. They make it,
1: yeah, they if if you have Bluetooth on your on your PC, they make it super stupid easy. It's it's beautiful how yeah. well it works, but it is a pain in the ass to. Well, and what about those that? people
0: that only have a Mac and don't have Windows booted on it in any way? Yeah, you know, it, it's definitely limiting. And, and like I said, it'd be it nice if they would have put something right in the console versions, so you could mm-hmm. just update right from there. But whatever reason they don't do
2: it, have either of you tried downloading songs from the web store? No, just because it's such a hassle.
1: Store. Oh no, you know I did actually. Maybe I should.
2: I don't know. Like, I know, Josh, you spent a lot of time in front of a computer, so maybe you can kind yeah. of click back and forth and just do one at a time or something.
1: That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Uh,
0: look at Dave innovating. I'll try
1: it now. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like, well,
2: Josh, you should at least wait till I start talking
1: about Destiny
0: before
2: you start typing like crazy. Yeah. yeah
1: I to do. <laughs> I'll mute my mic. You'll never know. I'm,
0: I'm going to still look to see if there's like a shock mount I can get for uh, for keyboards. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) let me see Um,
0: so uh, and then also uh, got Guitar Hero live but I haven't opened it yet that's today so I'm excited to get that cracked open and start playing that Um, played a lot of Destiny obviously not as much as Dave (laughs) there's a reason we call him Destiny Dave (laughs) Uh, but we got on the other night and tried to get through the uh, Oryx raid on normal and we got up to the, we got up to the sisters, and then everybody got really pissed off. We got through the sisters finally. We were trying to get Oryx, and we couldn't do it. And everybody was getting tired and cranky, so we stopped. Uh, and then last night, I got on with Johnny's a boy, Tyler, uh, Tyler Dog, <coughs> um, Double Dominican, C Seven, C Seven Monkey, and Aggie CEO, and a couple of those guys had never done that part of the raid before. But it took us a few times, and we actually got through it. So I've finally officially gotten through the Oryx Raid on normal. Trophy. And I don't think it was a trophy. Yeah, it was. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have all my notifications turned you're, off on that PS4.
1: You're going against Dave? On
0: this I, I, I should know better i know i'm sorry dave trophy i don't think it was a trophy yeah no i, I forgot that you're i have gonna, the notifications turned to tell off him on he one.
1: doesn't know what he's talking well,
0: about well <laughs> the thing is when we were doing that i was testing our stream setup for extra life because yeah. we're doing things a little bit different this year for the stream because i'm not taking my ps3 along we, i took warhawk off the list and because it didn't seem like anybody gave a shit um So we're instead of last year. So last year we were using kind of a myriad of of capture devices. And XSplit doesn't like Elgato devices very much. It's fine if you have one, but if you try to do two, it won't work. And it's it's an XSplit thing. I've been messing around with OBS a little bit. I just don't. OBS isn't as elegant in terms of interface. Uh, So I I started setting everything up, uh, you know, template wise and everything on on XSplit. And I streamed to YouTube just because Keith, or no, MJC was using our Twitch channel that night for WWE. Uh, but we have two AverMedia uh, Live Gamer Extremes. Uh, so they're both USB 3.0 devices. They're very fast. They give good, good image quality. I'm actually really happy with it. The, the review is up on the website if you want to check it out. Uh, so I got a second one, and I hooked those up, and I... I obviously don't have anybody else here to play, and a lot of my consoles are at rocks now. <laughs> so all I really had was, because the other thing that comes into it is uh, 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 the encryption. Well, the Wii U doesn't have the encryption on it. So I just like ran a cable from my Wii U into the second device and had it running in this little corner. And I just left Mario Kart 8 on, on demo mode. So I had that going the whole time. I was playing Destiny on it just to check out to make sure that... Everything was working fine with the Yeti microphone and, you know, the, the, I I got a new webcam that's higher quality than the one we've used in the past, uh, just to see how everything worked. And I was like streaming over wireless and everything. So it wasn't obviously, you know, an optimal situation, not like having Josh's immense freaking fiber optic internet pipe. That's faster than universities have. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was cool. I mean, I, I streamed for, I don't even know, like three and a half hours, something like that.
2: It took us a while. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and it was cool. I mean, it, it, it. You know, I like to test that kind of stuff because there's so many variables, and this is always, everything always fucking breaks whenever we do this stuff for extra life. So I'm trying to simplify it quite a bit. So we're not doing the HDMI switches and all that other crap. Uh, so it was cool. I mean, we, I got to do that. <coughs> we had we had a few people watching. Of course, everybody was telling me that I was doing it wrong. Um, no, you should really do it this way. Okay, sure. I only listen to Dave. I know better. <laughs> but it was cool. I, I got, got to the got, point where he wasn't even listening to me. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, but, you know, I, I, not after... Now we are talking about
1: trophies, though? Well,
0: yeah. I, I just don't remember it popping because I have the... the I turned off the notifications yeah, on the yeah, PS4. Yeah. So, just as part of the stream process. So, after finishing last night, if I put the right weapons on, I can hit light 290 now. So that's apparently good for the raid. And we're going to do the raid on Saturday for Extra Life. We're not going to do it on hard because we're not stupid. Well, I'm not stupid. At least I'm going to tell you I'm not stupid. Uh, we still have two spots open if you guys want to play with us in the raid. So right now it's myself, Dave, Johnny's a boy, and Brad Custer uh, that are going to play in the raid on Saturday. The two slots are open. I have a thread in the forums in the Extra Life 2015 section under special events. So if you want to join us, please post in that thread, and we'll find a couple people out of that thread to play with us that day. I believe we're playing from 10 to 1 Eastern time. Hopefully Ten a.m. it doesn't to 1. take that long. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, now that I've been through it, the only yeah. section that really sucks is all the jumping. Yep. And like I said, I, I just think it's hilarious that they keep putting all these... Precision jumping sections in when the jumping mechanic in Destiny is really not precision-based. So that's all. I just think it's kind of counterproductive. It's just really precise for you. Everybody else is fine. No. Oh, you mean all those people that were falling off that little that little thing all the time? Yeah. Just me, right? Except all the other people. I'm Palmer. Um, can't jump. Poor Palmer. He was swearing as much as I was that night. Uh, yeah, but it's cool. I mean, I'm, we, we wanted to do this work beforehand. I'm, I'm, I've actually been doing pretty well with getting through the progression and, uh, learning the infusion now. I I understand it finally. And, uh, yeah. So I just think the quests are stupid, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, you know, the drive club bikes thing came out. So I grabbed that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of motorcycle racing to begin with, uh, And you're racing on the regular tracks that are already in the game. They didn't add any new tracks or anything. But when you go into Drive Club, you'll actually have settings for Drive Club and or menu settings for going into Drive Club and then going into bikes. So they're two wholly separate things within the game. But your your club is still there. You can still put your you know your club paint job on there to to earn points for for your club and everything. Uh, Can a bike race a car? No, it's just either bikes or cars. Okay, as far as I've seen. Uh, excuse me I mean trying it from first person is interesting they even have a helmet cam so you see kind of the board of the helmet uh, the face mask around you but I mean you're moving around a lot because you're obviously leaning right and left all the time you know like a real motorcycle I just don't like playing from that so for a very rare occurrence I've been playing in third person mode I've been doing a lot better in the races I got up to second place a couple times I just, I, it, it, it's it's a a lot easier to actually kill yourself in that, which we found pretty interesting. I mean, obviously they don't show you like getting <laughs> impaled by a impaled room. on a spike or something. <laughs> but all of a sudden the the screen just goes dark and it shows Drive Club, and then you come back up and you're on the on the road. But, uh, I mean it's a wholly different type of driving. Number one, so you have to get into that mindset. Unlike the cars, uh, I mean it's it's cool. It's really cool. I just don't know personally if I really care about it. I don't know if I'll get in there very much. I mean, we'll probably do, if the private lobbies actually do come up before Saturday, we'll probably do a few races if everybody has the bikes. But I, I like that game for the cars. I want more cars. I don't wanna, I don't care about bikes. I want more cars. I would rather them do a new MotorStorm or a new Wipeout than put bikes in drive club. That's just me. So, But, I mean, it, it's good. It, they're very detailed. They. It's obviously, it doesn't feel tacked on either. I mean, it it feels like they put a lot of time and effort into it. So, but yeah, I'll play it some more. <coughs> and then uh new map came out for Battlefield 4. Almost two years after the game's release. Uh, this is a new community-designed map. The community was involved in every aspect of designing this map. It's been going on for quite a while. I forget what it's called, uh, Operation something or other. It's really good, and it's a free download. Uh, the one thing you have to remember, though, is... You'll see a big patch come down from Battlefield 4, which obviously opens up the map and everything else. But you still need to go into the PlayStation Store and grab the map out of the store, which is another 2.7 gig download. And it was funny, Aggie put a, a picture up the other day. I think Battlefield 4, with everything on it, takes 65 gig on your hard drive. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's, I mean, think about it. The game's been out almost two years and they're still supporting it. Obviously not as much as they were in the first year, but holy crap. I mean, you get a free map this late in the life cycle, and it's a really good map. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun playing that. I was streaming that. Um, it's it's well done, so I hope maybe they do some more of this stuff still. Because Battlefield 4 is still a great game. And then last night, because it's awesome and because I was restless, I watched John Wick again. Because it's just a great movie. So if you haven't seen it, you definitely need to see it. It's one of Keanu Reeves' best movies, by far. Uh, lower budget, but you can't tell. A lot of good actors. Willem Dafoe's in it. Uh, Adrian Pelicki. Um God, who else? I think Kevin Nash is in there in a, in a spot. <clears throat> uh, but it, it's, it's great. It, he plays a hitman, and it's, it's so good. And then, like, like uh, Dave said, been catching up on The Flash, caught up on that, caught up on Arrow completely, which... They're doing some pretty interesting stuff with Arrow, but they're obviously setting up the new spin off series right now. Um Gotham, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, we're finally seeing some cool stuff with Enigma. Um yeah, so it's about it for me though. Like I said, it's kind of a short week for us. So Alright. We ready for a break, boys?
1: Well, I'll tell you. I've I've been in the PlayStation store <laughs> on the PC. The web version. store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I am right clicking and opening in a new tab, uh the download the song. Okay. Because I accidentally did not do that once and oh. got thrown back to page one of oh, where I was on page twelve. I had to click my way all the way back to page twelve. Oh god. Um but for the most part it's adding them all to the cart seems okay for now. I do, well, I guess we'll see what happens when I actually hit purchase and Interesting. what it's going to do in terms of downloading it to my PS4 or whether I'm still going to have to go in and download them all again on my PS4. You sh- I mean, I, like you shouldn't, I've,
2: I've downloaded shouldn't, like, Plus Games to. from home, yeah. I mean, from my yeah. phone.
3: So.
1: I shouldn't have to, but I don't know which one is quote-unquote my primary uh, PS4. Yeah.
0: Actually, so that shouldn't matter, though, the because one. the license for Rock Band is only on the one that you've installed the game on. And yeah. you can actually now say, download to all PS4s on mm-hmm. your account. Okay. So that shouldn't be a problem.
1: Well, we will see.
0: But actually, it doesn't matter, because even if you purchase them all and everything else, then they're on your download list. So you should yeah. be able to go to the library, go to Rock Band 4, go to your add-ons, and they should all be listed in there now.
1: Which means I still have to go through the list again and hit them all again. Right, but they'll, they'll be right in order. You don't,
0: through, you don't have to pick through.
1: Yes, I know, but I'm saying.
0: Oh, it's fast. Trust me, I did 200 some songs that way. I think fast. you can
1: do multiple clicks through the library.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll yeah you can
0: add like 30 or 40 at a time.
1: This is the test. <laughs> I was just trying All to right. think of a better, efficient way. And I'm I'm at 361 to 390 out of 1986 songs. Yeah, yeah that's gonna take. It a
0: while. sucks, but like like I said, the night I got home. I don't know why I just got this bug in my ass. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna just get in there and do all this.
1: Yeah, I don't have time for that.
0: I know.
2: Well, if it if this way works for you though, maybe you can do it like in <clears> between. <throat> you
0: know.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll do it while you guys are talking after the break. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Jeez.
0: All right, well let's take a break. When we get back, we'll talk some um, around PS Nation, so Josh still has something to do. <laughs> there is um, no
1: Around PS Nation. Nothing happened.
0: No, not at all. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, and then Dave and I will review the Destiny: of The Taken King. Mainly Dave. Uh, Dave will also review the Turtle Beach Elite 800 Wireless Headphones. Uh, we'll talk a ton of extra life, and we'll see if there's any emails, which I don't think there are. Vampire, so we'll be right back.
4: Uy. Uy. No, that's not... Vampire, not a vampire. I'm a vampire, not a vampire, not a... <sighs> that's... Horsefire, not a vampire, not a vampire. Look, a horsefire, not a... Ah! Ew, no! Give me that... Shut up! Spellcasting. Death. Oh. For... For you It's all in magic I'm a vampire no a I'm vampire I'm a vampire
0: not a vampire I'm a vampire. Alright, you know what time it is? It's time for a round PS Nation if Josh can pull himself away from downloading rock band songs.
1: Well, what we figured out with the downloading Rock Band songs on the web store is that you can only put 10 things in your cart at a time. Right. Uh, and then you have to download them all and then go back and start over, basically. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Um, around PS Nation, we had a review for Skyscrappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like a weird party game type thing um, on the PS4 that Chaz uh, wrote up. And the finale for Life is Strange, Episode 5, Polarized. Uh, I will not spoil anything. There's nothing spoiled in the review. Um, But you have to go in there to see Keith's overall score for the series because... As we know, you know, he was giving it pretty high marks going in, and then he got to episode four and just dumped on the thing, said it was terrible. Right. Um, so you have to read through this review and see where the the final game all came out. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, we also have... Do, 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 uh, ben... Uh, put out part one of a three-part series about getting service on your PS4.
0: Yeah, he had uh, to send his in or something?
1: Yeah, one of his died. It's out of warranty, and he decided to send it in to pay for it and everything and send it in. Um, so, he's got sort of the whole saga of contacting customer service what he had to do get it all done and now it's off to sony and then he'll have part two next week um and then part three i guess when it gets back uh just to sort of sum up the whole thing and and kind of pull all the information together to make it easy for the next person that has to go through this
0: sure yeah it was really i, I didn't even know he's working on that and all of a sudden it popped up
1: yeah so uh that's going on um we did, oh, I, there is a link now directly on the menu to Extra Life. Right. Um, and I did that partly, it's like a main menu thing. It's not listed under, well, it is still listed under special events, but it's right up there on the menu. Right. Um, I did that to simplify the URL, uh, basically.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: Um, so... You can get to it either way. Um, you can get to it through the big, long, crazy URL, or it's just psnation.com slash extra dash life.
0: Yep, and, and it works very get well you right there.
1: Um, so that's there. I might do that with other big events as they come along. Just pop them into their own little menu item that'll that we can use as a shorter URL. Because there's the way this is set up in WordPress. That's the only way I can do it. I can't. Like hide it, right,, um, so it becomes its own menu item, which is fine i mean it's it's fine as a temporary thing up there uh, for extra life, one of the listeners asked about uh, <laughs> he said he needs to get a he wants to get a platinum in disney infinity two
0: yeah, I saw that too, one. yeah.
1: Uh, so I said Well he was just saying in general That he was looking for somebody to Because it's like a multiplayer one um, And in general he was saying Hey can can we all get on here And somebody let's do this And I said why don't we just do it during Extra Life uh, So at some point I'll figure it out I'll Figure out a time during the day Where we will get on I will get on with him and anybody else Who wants to get on And try to get that Platinum uh, for him, I need a lot more than that for a platinum on 2.0. <laughs> so I won't be getting it, but it'll get like the hard one out of the way, the the multiplayer one. Sure. Um, yeah, since posted, I feel like it's on the only
0: time of the year that you play online with anything, so <laughs> <laughs> he posted yeah, on the
2: right. Facebook page or the group, and I told him to go to the forum. So maybe surely help him. I didn't know it was going to be you, but that's great.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw it there, and I figured that's the best time to do it so um, yeah so that's going on oh my cousin is coming over too at some point during extra life cool she's all excited she said I want to come over I want to play
0: maybe that's so, when we'll get some rock band going
1: possibly I don't know if we'll be able to fit everything but yeah oh we'll, we'll fit it <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> Um. yeah but that's that's it that's all so I'm off to download. You guys talk about yourselves. Saying, do you
2: guys want to do you want to do extra life now or after?
0: Uh, let's do it after. Okay. <clears throat> so let's talk some Destiny. <laughs> let's see if we go for another hour like we did oh when gosh. you and I just did that little thing.
2: Oh, I wrote a bunch <laughs> of more stuff. And then I get
0: emails way. from Dave. Shit, I forgot to talk about this, this, this. Oh, I'm I, I think we covered enough.
2: <laughs> okay. So uh, Destiny, the Taken King, is the third expansion um being released for destiny it is almost it came out almost a year to the date um after destiny launched i think it came out destiny came out like september 9th and this came yeah. out like september 15th or something right so um it started uh, kicked off year 2 of destiny and they uh pretty much changed everything
0: <laughs> they revamped the whole game pretty much <laughs> yeah
2: um so the first um i mean in terms of like and part of the reason that the written review isn't done yet is because uh, I'm struggling, and I need to actually like really like get an email thread with josh and i' I haven't been doing it because in terms of like formatting and how I'm gonna write this and and what is supposed to be in a review and what's not supposed to be in a review because there is a lot to cover in this game like a lot um and i'm I am Kyle did the original review of destiny so i it's just a little bit different um but in terms of like the core things that we as PS nation do in the reviews, like in terms of like your gameplay section, like that hasn't changed. Like the the way you play the game, how the mechanics work is still the same and it's still great. It's still a very solid first person shooter. I go back and I play, uh, borderlands or I go back and I play battlefield and I feel like the guns are going all over the place and everything. So, I mean, the, the core shooting aspect of this game is, is rock solid. Probably one of the best that I've played. Um, the visuals I personally feel like that they have um done a little bit more polish on it when that huge patch came out, that eighteen gig patch.
0: Yeah, it seems um, like there's more lighting now. Yeah,
2: it's a little like yeah, a little shinier. <laughs> Stuff looks a little bit better, a little bit better lighting. Um and yeah, then and
0: mist and everything too, like <laughs> fog and all that, you know? Yeah.
2: And then the audio is, I think the audio got a tremendous improvement with like the voice acting and things like that with the, the people, you know, anything is better than nothing. Um, and I don't feel like Nolan North is a huge change. Um, the Peter Dinklish doing the voice of the ghost in year one didn't bother me. Nolan North yeah. doing the voice in year two doesn't bother me. It doesn't you know, it, it is what it is. He's kind of just there. Um but the other voice acting from like Cade from the Vanguard, you know, Cade yeah. Six and Zaval and the Warlock one and um, you know them all talking to each other and you seeing it on your screen that they're talking and the interaction and the the back and forth between like Cade and Eris and You know, like things like that, like there's dialogue and there's emotion and there's, you know, there's all this stuff compared to just walking through and hearing music, which is very good in the game, but nothing else, not knowing why you were doing something and not having any feeling or emotion to it. I I feel like that compared to your, to Vanilla Destiny in year one, this is a 110% improvement.
0: Well, there also just seems to be more of it, you know, like Mm -hmm. even when you're in your missions... Mm-hmm. And you go up against the boss or whatever else. A lot of times, the boss actually talks to you now or, or says something.
2: Yeah, I mean and that's something
0: that I, I, I caught on like immediately. I'm like, holy crap! I mean, I, I think it adds a lot to the immersiveness because it actually feels like you know you're being taunted.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of like online multiplayer, it's obviously it's a social. It's a, what they refer to as a shared world shooter. It's what I've been calling a social shooter. Um, you need to, I don't recommend playing this by yourself much. You can jump on and do a couple bounties and things like that, you know, but it's not very fun to try to solo some of these missions or or to do things by yourself. I just don't think it's very fun. Yeah. I Um, found that out last night. (laughs) And then, you know, like the negative that, you know, I don't feel like it's a negative, but I understand where people are coming from on this is that a lot of the, all of the end game doesn't have any matchmaking. Nope. So, no matchmaking for the Nightfalls, no matchmaking for the Raid, no matchmaking for Trials.
0: Which um, is still terrible, in my opinion. Right.
2: And there should be a toggle switch to turn it on. Like, it should be something there. I feel like some of these other games have longer or more extensive matchmaking to where you can say, I only want people above 2 and 98. I think they could do something like that to where, you know, like, and, and you may or may not get a match, depending on your criteria. But, yeah. Um, so, like the major changes that um, that happened beginning with year two um, is similar to what what we talked about before is that your um, light system progresses. Um, yeah, your light system progresses um, from zero to forty for XP. I'm nah, sorry, my wife just literally came and just talked to me. I apologize. <laughs> Doesn't
0: she know you're podcasting, <laughs> man?
2: So your XP level is zero to forty. Um, that's 40 is the max level for XP. Your light system is now moved to a separate column in year one. Your light was your light and your, and your XP level were together in year two. Your light is a separate entity. Um, that is based on, uh, an average of all of of your equipped items, you know, weapons, ghost, uh, artifact, class item and armor. So, like, if you everything you have on you is at 300, your light is 300. If you have a bunch of stuff that's, like, 280 and one thing that's 295, your light's, like, 282 or something. So, um, and the light system, the light number is what dictates how much damage you output and how much damage you receive. Right. Um, so, I'm sure that, you know, Glenn's noticed dramatic differences as he's been playing of being a 260 to a 290. But terms. it's
0: also a lot more volatile. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it just changing a gun out is going to raise raise or lower your mm-hmm. light level like 3 or 4 points sometimes.
2: Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing that I've noticed with it is it, it every they they figured out a way to make everything matter. In, in year 1 if I ever got anything blue or green, I just dismantled it immediately. Right. Didn't care, didn't look at it, didn't worry about it. Now I'm like on my primary character running through some of the normal modes and the hard mode raids. I'm at like 314 light. Yeah. And if I still get something like a primary weapon that's blue and it drops at like a 296 or a 297, I save it. Because I could get another weapon to drop later that's a legendary weapon that's maybe only like a 280 or 285 and you can infuse it into there.
3: Yeah.
2: Um the infusing system um is their third attempt um at figuring out a way to um increase the attack power or defense powers abilities on your gear. And I, I do feel like this one works, and I think this one has some staying power to it. Um, with them moving blues, uh, blue uncommon items that you get through the playing the game that have the chance to drop at all the way up to an attack rate or a defense rate of three hundred. Um, that's good, and you know we'll get into a little bit of the end game loot as you go through, uh, as we get near the end of the review. Um, so. The infusing is a great system uh, that I hope stays. I hope they don't change it again. Um, they were able to introduce this without introducing another new material. It um, was m- mostly based on the materials you already have. It cost a little bit of glimmer, a few mounts of light, some weapon parts or some armor material, right. and a higher grade weapon to sacrifice into it. Um, it Usually the number range is anywhere from I would never infuse more than like six or seven points um if you want to get number for number so take a 286 into a 280 and your 280 will become 286 if you take a 280 into a 310 you might get like 294 mm. so i feel like you're losing a lot there so but again it, it to me it feels like it makes every drop meaningful like when you get a blue engram or a, a purple engram and it's like i don't need a 297 but oh i have this rocket launcher that i has some good perks on it that i want to make a little bit stronger <laughs> Greens are still wor- worthless though. They are. But you don't really see them drop as much. <laughs>
0: eh, I wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> I, I dismantled what, quite a bit of those the last couple of days. Depending on what
2: level of content you're playing, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. So I'm just
2: <laughs> I'm still a scrub. <laughs> so um uh the other implementation was uh the Quest system. Um this is good and bad. Um I feel yeah. like when you first get into the game and you start doing some things where you go through your first mission where um, there's a distress signal coming from um, from Phobos, which is one of the uh, Cabal base on one of Mars's moons. Um, and you go there and there's like a whole bunch of weird stuff going on there. Um, this is the very first mission that you do when you when you load up Taken King, uh, presuming that you've beaten all the other content. But um, I would even assume that if you... If you were like Josh and you put the disc in today, and I, I think that that mission would be ready to go right away, you'd probably get your ass kicked, but it'd be ready is to that, go right away.
1: Is that what we played at E3?
2: It is, yes. That first mission where okay. you're kind of walking through and there's like those space
1: bubbles and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't get my ass kicked in that. But well, I don't you were, know what kind of character I had. I had to,
0: he's saying yeah. you get your ass kicked because your character doesn't have anything on it yet.
1: Yeah. 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 So. But uh-huh. hey, I. I, I did pretty well there. Yeah, your character was For not have having played the game. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: So, um, pretty much the way the story works um, is that uh, there's a cutscene like right away, which is unfathomable in year one. There's actually an elegant cutscene with dialogue and things going back and forth. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. There's not there's not massive story plots to it, but there's some interesting things that happen in it, but that explain the what's going on for the most part. You go to you go to Phobos and you um, get introduced to your first uh, Shadow of Oryx and the the famous line of "You killed my son," which is Crota, son of Oryx, which you kill in Crota's end raid um, on the Dark Below expansion right. multiple times. <laughs> um, so
0: multiple times. Yeah,
2: so he's he's there. You st- and then that's when you first get introduced to Taken, uh, which is the new enemy type in the Taken King, um, and they are. Reskinned enemies of Cabal and Vex and Hive and Fallen uh, with a little bit new abilities and new tricks up their sleeves. They can put bubble shields up. They can teleport. They can, they're just m- more powerful, a little bit more adept yeah. um, at what they can do. Um, they're pretty much pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've upped the ante on all of them. Uh, the Cabal were already hard enough to deal with, with their stupid shields. And now they have these shields that can literally blast you across the map. So, um, you know, certain, certain things are uh, a little bit more, you have to kind of adjust. It's not just, there's mechanics to it now. It's not, oh, I can just come and shoot you in the face with a shotgun, which is what you could do a lot in year one. Yeah. So you, you know, go through this first mission, you get introduced to the taken, you find out that Oryx is here and then like the Vanguard is losing their mind. (laughs) And, uh, so then you, you see his ship and then you see his ship obliterate something and you're like, holy crap. Like they did a really good job of showing his power and showing why you should hate him. Should yeah. hate Oryx. Uh, I think that's something that they never really, like we never really knew why we were going into the Vault of Glass to fight Atheon. Um, we never really knew why we were going to to kill Crota. And we know now that, you know, Oryx's big dreadnought is here, his ship his huge ship is here, and it has a powerful weapon on it that does massive destruction. And uh, it can you know, kill Earth <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> Um, So like in so then there's another you know in the first three or four missions there is a handful of cutscenes between every mission and they're hilarious. There's a scene um, in the Vanguard downstairs in the Vanguard of the Tower where Eris is there and she has a another prominent part in this and her and Kate Six are kind of going at it and Eris puts her her her, her uh, thing her relic that she carries all the her time foot in your ass yeah oh. she puts her you know and she slides it on the table. And, you know, there's enough comedy in there where Cade Six, who's voiced by Nathan Fillion, is like, get your rock off my map.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, and there's definitely some comedy to it. So, the writing is, is way better. And yeah. as you're progressing through these first couple of missions, the game is just giving you quests left and right. yeah. One after another, after another. And some of them are 10, 11, 12 steps long.
0: And quite frankly, I didn't like how it was doing it because... It's overlapping all this stuff, and you, even though they let you track it, I, mm-hmm. I was getting confused, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, "What? What am I doing now? And where am I going?" And I, I get what they're doing, and it's it's still kind of better than what we had year one, but it still annoys me, and I th- I still think it's confusing, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's too much busy work. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's just busy work to keep you playing the game and to keep it f- from. They, they want it to feel fresh. But I think it's just a lot of repetition still. It's just in a different format.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, it, the, in the, the the biggest problem that I have with it is that you don't really know necessarily the order you were supposed to play it in. Could, <laughs> well, we you, found that out with me. Yeah, you could look at a quest and be like, oh, I can do that. And then you start doing the next step and the next step. And then you get to something that maybe you're not strong enough to complete. And then you have to kind of, like not abandon that quest but stop working on that quest and pick up a different one yeah so that runs into a little bit of a problem where you don't feel like you're completing things um and um like in year one you would play a story mission or two on earth and then all of a sudden you'd go back to go to earth again and there would be like six other icons up there and you're like oh, i don't know where to go so this way when you're working on a quest there'll be like a purple icon that's like okay you're you're gonna do this mission which i think is a huge help yeah. that part of it um and, and again like glenn saying is that the order isn't the order of what you should play them isn't great to where if you do get off the beaten path where you're playing with somebody else that maybe is a couple steps a, or one or two quests ahead of you and you're like yeah i'll help you and then you end up finishing a quest with them and you get this really cool weapon that's like 260 or 270 and then you go back and clean your stuff up and then you get a 200 weapon you're like what the heck so the rewards aren't tiered um they're they're given to you based on the order that they think that you should be playing them in, but they don't really tell you the order you should be playing them in. Yeah. I don't know if they they could have fixed that by like a number system or something like that. But the, the quests are good, though, because you can look at them and say, okay, if I do this, I'm going to get this. Like you can see the rewards, whether it's legendary yeah. marks or a heavy weapon upgrade or a special weapon upgrade or whatever. And you at least know what you're going after versus, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then we're going to roll the dice and I'm going to get some ascendant shards.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which but I think that's one of my problems is that I really didn't – I haven't noticed, like, what I'm going to get. I'm just doing these blindly, like, okay, I'll go do that quest.
2: You have to click triangle on the quest and look at the reward.
0: Sounds like a lot of work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing that, that came into this that came out of year one feedback was that people didn't like – how they were implementing RNG into the game, which is random number generation, to where you could complete a Nightfall and you get a dice roll and you get this. It's an exotic helmet for not your class. <laughs> um, so yeah. they kind of tweaked that a little bit and they, they've done a couple things that you have to discover while you're playing the game. There's two or three um, missions, daily heroic missions now that have different ways to end the mission. And you actually are rewarded with exotics for doing that, right? Um, there, you know. So, and then some of it you don't know. Some of it you do. Like there's a there's a a, a mission that where you go back into the vault of glass and uh, you have to go through it a different way and find three dead ghosts with which are, are Pradith ghosts. Uh, Pradith is one of the characters that went was one of the first of the to go into the vault of glass, which you learn a lot more about Praetith now while you're playing the that particular mission. Pradith is actually talking right. to you. Um, right. So as you're playing through there and then you would turn these three ghosts into a faction vendor and she'd be like, okay, thanks. And you'd be like, what the heck is that?
0: Yeah, why did I just spend uh, all yeah. the time on what? And then a week later, she
2: has a quest for you. And then that quest was to go back into the Vault of Glass and beat the Vault of Glass and do a couple things. And then you get um, you get the, the no time to explain weapon, the exotic pulse rifle, no time to explain.
0: Right, right. The, so, the one thing I really hate about the quest so far, I think the thing I hate the most about it. Is that once you complete a step, you have to either go back to the reef or go back to the tower every time?
2: Yeah, that, that, it's the, or it's stupid. another mission that you go to. But for the most part, it's usually mission social space, mission social space, mission social space. Um, I, I think some of that is they wanted you to to they wanted to extend the time that the time playing the play time, <sighs> and I also think that the they want you decrypting those engrams that you pick up.
0: Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I got through a few of those things so fast yesterday I didn't have any engrams to encrypt or yeah. decrypt, so, so um, uh,
2: the, the, the cryptarc is uh, the 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 decrypting system from the Cryptarch is based on your light level now, which is a good thing as well. Yeah. So for those of you that are still progressing through the the game and are are trying to get your light level up you know, like for the most part, like you're you know very you know semi casual players or casual players that maybe only play like once a week twice a week, um, you need to decrypt things like one at a time. And then look at them and see if they're a higher light level than what you currently have. I don't care what it is. If it's a rocket launcher, a sidearm, whatever. If it's yeah. 10 points higher, you should equip it and then decrypt another Ingram, and then rinse and repeat that process. Because the game will, if you're a light level 270, it'll give you some 260 to 280 range. If you're a light level 280, it'll give you 270 to 290 range. And the higher you get your light level up, the better. Um the stronger you're going to be. Um, the first time that I did Oryx Raid, the King's Fall Raid, I uh, went in with a blue helmet on because my blue helmet was 297. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have a legendary helmet yet. So uh, I had never gone into an endgame mode with uh, uncommon gear on. Yeah. Um, but it's what needed to happen because that was what made me as strong as as I could be for that time period. So like, I think that's a good thing. It It, it, it does make it feel like those drops matter like instead of just getting rid of them they're important they can be used for infusion fuel and things like that
0: um you have to get past that that habit though i mean yep you gotta it's start been looking at the months number, where you'd so. see a blue or a green and just boom done yep um there's things
2: that you know like as you're you know before you were you know constantly working through things like you were building reputation with dead orbit or you're building reputation with fwc or new monarchy and you were just like oh i got a package and like oh i got something else i already had and now yeah. every time you level up uh a faction or your um your vanguard you're guaranteed a legendary right um some form of Ingram or some form of armor piece or helmet or something um so which is good uh really you should pay attention to the perks of everything that you get to find out what works for you and what doesn't work for you just because the helmet is a 280 and the current helmet you have is a 305 doesn't mean that that helmet is isn't better than what you already have it just needs to be infused yeah. So it's very important for you to to look at what you have. It, before it was, I just want all the Baltic Glass gear because that's the highest light. I just want all the Crota's End gear because that's the highest light. I just want the Prism and Elder stuff because that's the highest light. That's no longer the case. You can build your character to look however you want. Um, in that, it, it truly is however you want. You can you'll get something, and if you don't like the way it looks or the perks it have on it, just infuse it into what you do like. Sure, um, which is a, a, a very big thing. To me, it's also the main reason I feel like the elemental primaries are gone in the game. Um, you can no longer get a primary weapon other than the Zalo Supercell, which is the exotic weapon that Zerus sold this weekend. Right. Um, there is no other weapon that will be in your primary slot that will have Void, Solar, or Arc on it. They don't exist anymore. You used to get um, elemental primaries from completing the Vault of Glass, completing Crota's End, and completing... Um, Prison of Elders, uh, Level 35, and Trials of Osiris, where elemental primaries came from, they're gone. Luke Smith said they're being left behind in Year 1, and that's where they're staying, because he felt like it dictated too much of what weapons you would use.
0: Uh, You know, and I hate the fact that I put so much time and effort into upgrading, you know, my exotic and my legendary weapons in Year 1, and they're useless now.
2: Your legendaries some mostly yes. useless. Yeah, your legendaries, yes, have become useless. Your exotics, whatever exotics you discovered in year one, um, are available in your blueprints for you to pull the year two versions out. You, don't have, you right. do not have to rely on RNG to give them but to you. But you
0: still have to buy it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't, I mean, but I put months and months into some of these guns. And now I still I have to buy another one. I'm, bullshit. Like, let me upgrade it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me infuse those. Um so I don't know. Yeah, it I mean, just it it ticks me off.
2: But the 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 other thing that happens now is that you do have to buy them, but the primary perk, the exotic perk for that weapon or for that armor is unlocked
0: immediately. Well, it should be. I've already unlocked it. No, but I'm you saying, know what I mean when you bought your
2: new helmet from zero on Friday. Yeah. You're tracking for that helmet and that in dropping heavy weapon was unlocked immediately. Well, no, I I get that.
0: But I'm talking about like my red death that i've mm-hmm. 've been using for how long mm-hmm. I have to go buy a new one that's bullshit let me let me upgrade it somehow. Let me use the one I have because now, what do I do with that one you do i just dismantle it for it? the
2: exotic shard do you need to buy the new one?
0: yeah it just it, it it bugs me that you have to because i'm still spending other stuff besides an exotic shard aren't i i'm I'm spending strange coins or whatever on it aren't isn't that' isn't legendary is? marks yeah so these legendary marks that you can only get so many per day and week, and now I have to put them on a weapon I already own. There's I just no, have to get like this newer version of the weapon.
2: There's no cap to how many marks that you can earn in a week. There is a cap to how many marks you can carry. Right. But there's no cap to how many you can earn. Well, still. Um, and it's, I feel legendary marks are very easy to come by. Um, you just have to, if you are willing to give the game 20 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day, you can get... Two hundred and ten marks a week.
0: But but I've already given that game hours and hours to get my red death all the way built up. That's that's my point. You're still making me do all this busy work and spend things that I don't and then I could spend on other things on something that I've worked like a month to build up. That Red Death took a long time to build all the way up. And now it's it's essentially useless unless I get a new version of it with a new hat. <laughs>
2: That's all. Yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, I I do feel that taking king is kind of punishing casual players from year one. Oh, definitely, because you don't have the materials that. that you need. To be successful, um, we had a conversation in the forums the other day where some Andy, uh, one of our writers, plays. He's been playing it pretty pretty heavily actually since since it yeah, came out. Yeah. Uh, he's enjoying it, um, but he's running into the. We were having a conversation about infusing and with his exotics, and he was running into a problem with exotic shards. And I'm like, "Well, why is that a problem?" I, and I forget that you know, like he's like, "I only have like fifteen of them."
3: And yeah, like, you know,
2: yeah, I have 112. Because I would dismantle all my year ones, or if I got a double, I would just dismantle it. So um, I, I don't have that problem. But I did my nightfall every week, and I tried to do the raids every week, and I get an exotic, and you know, like everything that they gave you in year one meant something if you hung on to it or dismantled it and kept the materials. Similar to year two, as, as you break things down, you need the weapon parts, you need the armor materials, you need the of Light. Um You know, you need all those things to to continue to play the game. But yes, it does punish you if you don't have like you know we were trying to level up your dead orbit before to get so I could get you a certain weapon and you know yeah. like, you don't have That's enough not going very well yeah you know so like there's things like that that you know that harm it but at the same time like you can play crucible and you can play you know pve and earn the marks and do a couple quests and you know get you get you what you need um and i also feel like the game punishes you if you don't have multiple characters yeah um there are quests in the game that are specific to each class like when you get your new subclasses like there's a a mission for to get the to get the hammer of soul and then there's a mission for the night stalker bow and there's a mission for the storm trance and if you know like See,
0: but the thing is that that pisses me off too because i <clears throat> i probably play a little bit more than a the, than a quote-unquote casual player mm-hmm. uh but you know i only have my titan i don't want to do another subclass and look how long it's taken me just to get up to light it to oh yeah and they're going to penalize me for not having two other subclasses or two other characters, even though I just don't have the time or, the, or the, even the want to do it. Because mm-hmm. I'm very happy with what I have with Titan. I know how to play with the Titan, and I don't want to do other characters. And, and everything they do, they try to push you into doing that, and it's, it's crap. They should stop doing that.
2: Uh, And I think for the most part, with the they they've kind of stopped doing that a little bit because now like it used to be if you broke down an armor piece, like you'd get plasteel plating for a Titan and sapphire wire for a Hunter, but now you just get armor material, so you can just put that in the vault and you can use that armor material on you know like on another Titan or on another Warlock if you wanted to, or you know if you get and it doesn't happen as much now, but like if if you get a green ingram that drops and it's a Hunter. you know, a hunter chest piece, and you break the, You broke it down in year one, you get sapphire wire, which you as a yeah, Titan have no useless. use for. Now you get armor material. So right. at least it is something. Um, so, but I mean, like the daily heroics having different ends to them to where you can get, you know, and they're hard. Like there's one for the Lost to Light where you go up down this different path on the end of the mission, and you have 10 minutes to kill X amount of Taken, and it's hard. And it gives you a an exotic sniper rifle called the Black Spindle. Yeah. So I mean, like the rewards are there. Um, People were saying that you know, like the exotic bounties in year one that were totally random. When you turn bounties in, like, oh, here's a bounty to do this, and you know, like, but it was all RNG based. If you got those bounties, you might get the same three bounties given to you three, four, five times in a row, and you already have those three weapons. So now you know if I go do A, B, C, I'm gonna get this. Or oh, this mission is this week. Okay, I can go get this reward. It's very clear. There are still some weapons that are. Uh, RNG based that will like there now exotic ingrams exist in the game. Before that, you would just get an exotic at, from a chest or from beating Atheon or from beating Crota. Um, now you can. There's a, always a chance that an ingram can drop from completing right. a strike or completing a boss, and it's a nice. It's kind of cool to see this gold ingram come out of the boss when you kill him. The loot system, how it is given to you, has visually changed as well. When you kill a boss, now you see ingrams like shoot out of them. Instead of just like at the end of the game, the mission reward screen shows up and that's what you get. So from a visual standpoint, you know, it has a Borderlands-esque loot drop to it. Um, Yeah, so we talked about like legendary marks. Uh, If you play the daily, you get 15 of them. If you play the daily Crucible, you get 15 of them. So that's 30 Mm -hmm. a day. And now times 7 is 210. Um, You also... they look at you doing math. (laughs) You can only carry 200 marks. So if you, like I said, if you or somebody that's looking for something and you can give, give the game 20 or 25 minutes a day. Um, you can buy a new weapon every week if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, the nightfall, uh, just recently they fixed the nightfall rewards cause they were kind of like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Glenn benefited from a nightfall reward fix by getting his three Oh eight gloves. So, Oh yeah. yeah. Three Oh nine or something like that.
0: Johnny was freaking out about that one.
2: Yeah. It was a good drop. So, um, the strike, uh, the weekly strike uh, that used to net nine strange coins, um, no longer does that. Um, and now the first three strikes that you complete on the heroic playlist that week grant mm-hmm. you 10 legendary marks and legendary ingrams. So um, They're giving you a lot more loot um, to, to make your decisions and to truly play how you want to play. Right. Um, you could, you know, oh, that chess piece looks cool, or oh, this looks great, okay, I can infuse it. Um, they changed Zur up a little bit. Zur shows up on Fridays, and he leaves on Saturday nights. Um, before, Zur always brought uh, a weapon,
1: except for like one week. Um, <laughs> uh, does, he, uh, does Zur still lead the Kodan Armada? <laughs> I
2: don't
0: understand I, that I, reference. You know, they haven't told any, anybody that yet, but I've always wondered. You don't um, understand that? No, I Dave? don't
1: I don't know what that reference what? is.
2: What? So God,
0: we should fire him right now. <laughs> Seriously. What's what is a movie, it for? It's a movie called The Last Starfighter. Yeah, no, I don't think I've seen that. So. Oh my god. <sighs> All right, I guess uh MGC next year we're going to do a viewing of The Last Starfighter.
1: I think we have to. <laughs> um, it's fantastic.
0: It is. It's a, and it holds
2: up. I'll check it out. Uh, so in year one Zera would bring um, an armor piece for each class and a weapon and he would bring um, an ingram a random ingram of like glove ingram or helmet ingram or boot ingram or whatever so now um, he'll bring a legacy ingram which is uh, the chance at a year one exotic um, for those people that want to collect everything because all the weapons have uh, grimoire affiliated with them
0: Mm, So, yeah, I haven't bought one. Go read the cards that make no sense.
2: (laughs) Um, And then he will bring armor still. And then he can sometimes bring a weapon or he'll bring a year two Ingram. And all of it costs strange coins now uh, instead of Multi Light. Some of it used to cost strange coins and some of it used to cost Multi Light. Now everything costs strange coin. So, yeah. Some weeks he has been really, really good. Um, Other weeks he's been really, really bad. So. For those, again, for those people that believe that Bungie controls Zer, I think you're full of crap. (laughs) Um, I think that they control... Well, obviously, they they have said that they control what inventory he does or doesn't have the chance to have. Yeah. Um, Because there are weapons, like the one, like the Black Spindle we talked about and the No Time to Explain, and the the class item, or the class-specific exotics that come from the gunsmith, and, and exotics that come from quests, he'll never carry. He won't have them. He didn't have exotic bounty items last year, like he won't, he won't have them. So he has a smaller pool of exotics to have. So yeah, you're going to see a couple more repeats and things like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I think they control like the, the gun he sold this weekend, like Zalo Supercell, is the only exotic primary that has a burn on it. Like,
0: yeah, yeah you
2: know, that's a and great it's a good- weapon. So,
0: it's a really good gun when you start up uh, upgrading it. Yeah,
2: so they've adjusted how you get strange coins now, so strange coins are much more important than they used to be. Because before, yeah. if you played the game on a pretty regular basis, you got a minimum of nine strange coins a week and a maximum of twenty-seven. And you know, a player like me that was constantly playing the game weekly, I had an influx of three hundred to four hundred strange coins, and I'm after. <laughs> What Zur had this week, and I didn't. I wasn't lucky enough to get those things to drop for me. I had to give him like forty, fifty strange coins this week. Like I'm down to like 125 or 130 strange Aww. coins. That's a lot, you know, compared to months of me not having to buy anything from him. Yeah, like it hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're know, using moats of light now to level weapons up or to level factions up. You know, like the you know completing bounties now gives you better rewards, ingrams uh, or moats or strange coins. So, like, they're easy. I feel like the bounties, they're different, but I feel like they're
0: easier to complete. I wish I was sitting in front of Josh just watching his facial expressions, hearing all this. <laughs> Motes and straight, what? who and the what
1: now? I'm hardly paying attention. I'm still, I'm at the P's in Rock Band <laughs> and the song names.
2: He heard me say zer and he peeked up for a
0: second
1: and then went back oh, yeah, to what he's doing. Code Armada, what? <laughs> I knew I had to throw that in just to remind um, people I still exist every now and then. <laughs>
0: I've made that joke so many times in the party that I just don't do it anymore. Because nobody ever gets it. <laughs> damn kids in their hula hoops. Um,
2: the one of the biggest changes in year two was the you know the gunsmith is truly a gunsmith now. Um, he has prototype weapons that he gets every week. That he uh, you go out and like go kill hive with this or go kill fallen with precision shots with this hand cannon. And then you build up reputation with the gunsmith. Um, once you hit level you know like level two, he gives you a package which has an ingram in it for a weapon. Once you hit level three, he gives you a uh, I'm sorry, once you hit level 2, he will give you a quest for a legendary weapon that is uh, class-specific to you. So, like a Titan-only shotgun. Yeah. Um, and then you go through a couple things to get that weapon. And then once you hit rank 3, he gives you an exotic quest for an exotic class item, or exotic class weapon. Titans have an, uh, an auto-rifle, Hunters have a, a scout rifle, and um, uh, Warlocks or warlocks have the scout, Hunters have a hand cannon. So, like, and what's what I don't like about those is that you go through the process to earn those to earn those weapons, but then you can only be used by a hunter or by a titan. They're actually it's the first time that they limited a weapon to a class, right? So, like in Glenn's case, he can never use the warlock weapon or the hunter weapon.
0: Just Sounds can't. like a dare. Sounds like what? Sounds like a dare.
2: <laughs> you can't equip it. Oh, well, I'll equip it. <laughs> you just so, watch me. I think that's a little bit of a of a weird thing. Um, you know, like the armor and stuff like that, I guess I understand. But, um, so like, but the, they've done a really good job. I feel like, okay, Tuesday is reset day. Wednesday is arms day. Friday is Zer, and Friday is trials. You know, Saturday's abs day. So there's a lot <laughs> to, um, to do on a daily basis in the game or things to keep bringing you back to check things out, you know, like, and it's an MMO, like whether they want to say it or not, the game is an MMO. It is. MMOs have social spaces. They have things to do every day. They have things to do every week. You know, it's, 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 it's an MMO with, or it's an RPG with MMO elements or an MMO, MMO elements with RPG things. I mean, it's both. It's all. It
1: sounds, it sounds more and more like I shouldn't even bother playing it. Because if I can only play it on a Saturday, maybe every now and then, I'm not going to get anywhere in the game. And I'm going to be frustrated the whole time.
0: I think that's less, uh, less true now with Taken King, just because they change things around so much. And um, I mean, it's still going to be work, but it'll just take you longer to get to where you need to be. But
2: um, um, I think it would just be dependent on your expectation of how fast you want to get from point A to point B. If you're content with, I'm going to get on every Saturday, I'm going to, you know, earn 30.
1: Well, it's you know, not going to be every Saturday. I guarantee that <laughs> it'll be every once in a while on a Saturday, maybe once a month, maybe once every other month.
2: Um, And again, as long as you don't have, an, you know, as long as you don't have the expectation of, I want to go do this with, you know, I want to go do this with Dave and, you know, I want to do the raid. Like it's going to, it might take us, It you know
1: unless you know no, I don't expect that.
2: Right. And that then that's different. Like some people, you know, like feel like that all that stuff should be unlocked and ready to go for them right away and they've put some stuff behind a light level like where okay, if you're not 290, like you're not going to be able to do this. You're going to die. You're going to see the word immune show up. You're not going to be able to, to do damage. And and then, you know, it's not like one of these things where like, you know, when you, if you're playing Uncharted or whatever and you progress through this mission, you you progress through the story you're never under equipped you never get gear checked yeah and you can get you get gear checked in destiny a lot you can you yeah know, like you you're just not strong enough to do this mission that's, you go in there and do it and you're just not powerful enough
1: but that's fine as long as there's something for me to do I don't care
2: yeah there. I mean there will always be something for you to do you can just do you could jump on and do six bounties and earn the XP and level up your weapons and get a chance at a random drop and you'll be there yeah, yeah that's fine then. Um You know, or like, if I'm on and I could help you do three or four things really quick. I definitely playing with somebody that's a higher light level could get you through something quicker than you as a lower light level.
0: I could even help you, Josh.
2: Um, So now we're going to get into some of the what I have, some of the the issues that I have with the game. Um, The the loot, the end game loot system is awful. I agree. Awful. Um, It's random, so. Anything above 300, uh, attack or defense, comes from the raids, normal or hard mode, or Trials of Osiris, which is the competitive PvP mode that just came out yesterday, which is the first time. And then, no, because you don't even get over 300 stuff from Iron Banner yet. So, and then that on that one, on that matter, Iron Banner rewards are awful. Yeah. <laughs> um. The gun itself, like some of the stuff that he gave out, was great, but as long as you have the infusion material to get it up to the highest to, to higher levels, you'll be fine. But if you don't have that stuff from playing the game, you're screwed. Yeah. Um so if you wanna once you get up to above two ninety, you know, two eighty five, two ninety, you're ready to go into normal road normal mode raid. And then once you get above like three hundred five, you can go into the hard mode. And if you're above three hundred you should be pretty compliant in trials if you're, a, if you're a good PvP player. Yeah. Or if you have good friends like I do, like Sean and, and Fred, that play the group that I run the raids and stuff with. They're very good in PvP. Um, so, but what happens is, you spend so much time learning over the last month, six weeks, that, okay, I'm a 290 and I decrypt this Ingram and it has a chance to be at least 280 plus. Okay, so now I'm a 305 or I'm a 307 and I just beat Oryx, which is not easy on normal. Right. And I got a 300 shotgun. That kind of sucks because my yeah. sniper rifle's three hundred nine. So what am I supposed to do with this three hundred thing? Yeah, you can use it to infuse something else that you got, maybe like a another shotgun that's like two eighty 280 or two eighty five. But you just did something that was like really hard, and they didn't pay attention to your light level and gave you something less. Mm-hmm. And on top of the fact, the weapons that come from the raid are terrible. Yeah, I've noticed that terrible. Um, they're literally just infusion fuel. Like, oh cool, I got a three eleven so and so, <sniffs> infuse it into my hung jury. I don't want it.
0: Well, that's the one that I got last night. Uh, Johnny's like infuse it right away. Yep. So like you're doing, and
2: and I think that they overcorrected themselves, and I feel that they overcorrected themselves with trials as well. Like trials of Osiris, when you went nine and zero, which was hard as hell to do. Yeah. Um, you got to go to the lighthouse, and from the lighthouse, you got the best gear and the best weapons. Now Trials of Osiris has bounties that you need to complete, and then that aren't easy, but they're not hard. And you get a gold tier reward, which you know has a dice roll for it, and you can get an exotic maybe, or you get another weapon or a sniper rifle, and it's good. But it, going nine and zero isn't as important as it used to be. But the reward from going nine and zero could be like a three eleven scout rifle. Yeah, but if you're already three fifteen, like it's just not. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> So it gives you the opportunity to infuse some more things, but the weapons just don't perform and The reason why I feel like they i 'm saying that they overcorrected themselves is because in year one it was for p v e it was Fatebringer and Galahorn and a shotgun, yeah, and Fatebringer came from the hard mode raid, or vision of Confluence came from the hard mode vault of glass, and those weapons had elements on them, and it became very linear of. You have to have a shotgun because that's going to do the most damage, and you should have this weapon because it's the best weapon in the game. And everybody wanted Galahorn, and Galahorn was an LFG gate. If you didn't have Galahorn, then you weren't able to help somebody do a raid, right? And the way that they've overcorrected themselves with that is that I don't feel like the exotics are that great anymore in terms of weapons or even the armor. Some of them have some cool perks. Some of them don't. Like yeah. there's one that for the warlock that generates more glimmer when you kill stuff. Really, for an exotic? Come on. But it's, it's just, I got this really cool hand cannon for beating oryx, but it's a piece of trash when it fires, and it fires slow, and it, it reloads longer than it takes me to drink a can of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to infuse it into this weapon, and which is, which is the, the play how you want to play. Use what you want to use. If you like the hand cannon, use it. If you don't, infuse it. Yeah. I get that, but at the same time, like the rewards aren't that great.
0: No, they haven't. I've been hearing a lot of people say that. Or they're too centric. Um,
2: when you beat Atheon on hard, and you 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 got the random chance to get the Vex Mythoclass. class, it was a very very good fusion rifle that went in your primary slot, and it wrecked things. Like that was a trophy, and you earned that, and that you could use that weapon anywhere. When you beat you know Crota on hard, you had the chance to get Necrochasm, which was a garbage auto rifle, but it was the only place that you can get it from. When you beat Oryx, you get this thing called the Ravenous Heart. And you have to go and build the pieces of this gun, which you have to go back to running in circles on the damn dreadnought to get helium, uh, hadium flakes. Which Which is where I'm at right now. Right, which is what Bungie didn't want you to do in year one, was running circles Mm -hmm. to get relic iron and spin metal. And then, so they made it an option for you to buy it with marks. But you can't buy hadium flakes flakes with with marks. You can't buy worm spore with marks, which are the materials that you need to upgrade your weapons. Then you have to find 45 calcified fragments, and then you get this weapon called the Touch of Malice, which is really a, a very hard-hitting weapon, but it's also only useful when you're fighting the Daughters of Oryx and Oryx. You can't use yeah. it anywhere else because when you're fighting the Daughters of Oryx or Oryx, you're in this bubble of invincibility where you can't get hurt you know, for a certain period of time, and Touch of Malice never runs out of ammo, but it takes your life when it's down to one shot. Right. So as long as you're in that bubble of invincibility, you can just sit there and just lay into them and not have to worry about it. It's a full auto scout rifle. You just literally, I hold L2 to aim and I hold R2 and I just stand there and just shoot them in the chest. Yeah. Um, but that weapon is pointless outside of those two, those two fights. So, and then there's supposed to be, so hard mode came out and hard mode now drops stuff from 310 to 320. Normal mode drops stuff from 300 to 310, and Trials of Osiris drops it from 300 to 320. So that's where the end game stuff is going to come from, and it's just it's not good. Um, um, there's supposed to be a new um, uh, raid challenge bosses. Uh, Luke Smith tweeted something out last week that challenge bosses are coming. That you're going to have to beat them in different ways. I don't know if that means harder than hard um or if it you just, can
0: only use a hand cannon
2: yeah i don't know what it's going to be but they're going to be challenges um he's he goofed around or, or something like that and said we've only beaten five sixteenths of the raid um the raid is very i feel the raid is very fun um very team focused oriented um it is in uh, one of these things where you cannot be carried through the raid anymore right in vault of glass or Coda's end you know you could go in there with three or four guys that knew exactly what they were doing and two guys that didn't really know what they were doing and we're like okay stand over here and shoot this you'll be fine stand over there and shoot that you'll be fine yeah uh, you're really low light level but we're trying to get you some uh, a chess piece so just hide in this room we'll take care of everything yeah you could do that in the first two raids you can't do that in this one this raid will um the entire raid start to finish you'll never see somebody solo it it can't be done um
0: Right Because you have to in that one jumping section you have to stand on the different plates, and mm-hmm. there's too much yeah. there's too much going
2: on, um, and everybody has to do their part, like you have to kill your sniper and hold the aura and charge the death thing or power or make sure you stand on your plate at the right time, so you get the aura so your team can damage the war priest, and you need to snipe you need to snipe and make sure you can kill him and clear the ad so that the gazer doesn 't get hit. Everybody has a role and has to do their thing, <laughs> and the rate that the the way it gives you stuff as you progress through it is okay except for as you continuously progress through it like i've beaten the raid on normal and hard with my titan probably 6 or 7 times and i still don't have a titan chest piece. jeez and there's like oh we pay attention to what you have. bull crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, i that's the one i think that's the one thing i still need is a good chess piece.
2: so like i have uh, you know, I've had to take stuff from, like, you know, because I've tried to get one character ready and high, as high a power as he can be. And I've had to take stuff from my warlock or from my hunter that I got a chess piece from my hunter and move it to my Titan to infuse my chest piece in my Titan to make him more stronger because I don't have a raid chess piece. Right. Like, that, you know, and it's like, oh, we're going to look at what you have. Like, you're not looking at what I have because yeah, you wouldn't ground. have given me boots four times. And then you wouldn't have given me boots that are lower than what I have. Yeah. Um, and
0: there's always going to be that randomizer, but at the same time, there has to be kind of a a balance between always getting random crap that you don't need and actually getting something you do need. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, there's That's the difference. huge problems with the and there was before they fixed the Nightfall, there was massive problems with the end game loot. They fixed the Nightfall. I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to look into fixing the the raid drops and stuff like that. I really think they need to. I'm not saying that everything needs to drop at 310 or 320 because that would get you like progressed way too fast in the game, but they do need to evaluate what's going on um, with the with how the stuff is dropping. So um, if you're looking at, if you played Destiny in year one and you're looking and you were like push up, put off by all the the repetitiveness and everything like that, a lot of that is gone. It's still kind of there a little bit. I don't want to sit there and say it's gone, but if you're looking for something from an improvement from Destiny year one with the Taken King, this is a 10 in my mind. As a game itself of an expansion it's getting an 8.5 for me. Sure. So the game itself is great. As an expa- as an improvement to Destiny year one, it's a 10. As a game, it's an 8.5. It's it's really good. It has some things that are problematic to it, but it's a very, very good game. All right. This The $40 price point that people have been asking me about, it is worth that, and I think that they could have gotten away with charging $60 for this expansion.
0: Well, but I, at the same time, can't you see the fact that They've really left a lot of people in their dust if you don't get taken, King. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're almost essentially oh no, you, you can't play, play Destiny.
2: Like you, yeah. you can't earn legendary marks. Yeah, you. There's missions you can't do. You can't do Nightfalls. You have you can't. You can still do the, the other raids, but you can't get past level thirty four. Right.
0: So yeah, I mean, and they've they've literally gotten to this point. I mean, it's it's actually more extreme than a lot of MMOs. There's mm-hmm. there's MMOs out there that they release big expansions every now and then. You know, and and. People can still play without those and I think that Bungie has really gone to an extreme and almost forced you to pay the extra forty bucks to get the taken King if you've been playing the game for a year already. Um and and to me that's a little shitty. No, yeah. There's
2: not a year one daily. There's not a year one nightfall. Yeah. They, essentially all those they retool they brought a couple strikes into year two and they retooled them. And I missed that in my notes. Um the they retooled the strikes a little bit and they um but then the other strikes, they just left behind. Like the Nexus Mind is gone. Fogoth is gone. Like you can go run those right. if you want. And they're really easy and you run through them really quick. But they're not going to be a Nightfall anytime soon. They haven't been retooled but taken. The only reason now to, you know, like they put a lot of emphasis on the strikes in year two. The strikes drop um, uh, trophy like gear. Like you can only, like I think, Glenn, I think you ended up, we ended up having you get rid of them because you didn't really need them. But um, you, I remember you got some some titan gloves from fighting the shield brothers that had these like big like yeah. missiles on them. Yeah. You know, there's some there's some some cool things like, cosmetic wise that you can get from these bosses and you can upgrade them if you want and they're kind of like trophies like oh you got those gloves from the shield brothers like I don't have those yet. You know, like stuff like that is kind of cool. It gives meaning to con- continuously running yeah, the strike. That's
0: always been in the game a little bit. I mean, uh, uh, kind of. Of there's you never, see never people been talking a talking about the shaders and everything weapon. else. Yeah, but I I I don't want to I want to make sure that we don't kind of downplay the the fact that oh yeah. you're being forced to pay a a decent amount of money mm-hmm. to be able to play the game that you've been playing for a year. You know, it, there's yeah, and all the, it, I mean we've bitched about the repetition and everything else in Destiny year 1. Now you're getting even more repetition because they they actually took a, a couple things away from you mm-hmm. in year 1 and and you're stuck and what what's happened? I mean, we can use Stoffander as as an example. He quit playing the game. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He doesn't play it because he won't. He won't spend the forty bucks on taking King, and he ain't the only one. No, I know I a lot of people that have done that, and and I, I, you know, I get it. Bungie wants to make money, but at the same time, I th- I think it's really shitty that they they're essentially forcing your hand if but, you want to keep and, playing the game.
2: And I agree with you, but I don't know if I really see any different from. Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare coming out in November of 2014, and then Black Ops 3 coming out in November of 2015. Uh, but, you're paying 100 dollars each year. It's, a diff- it's you're getting new content. You're getting a new. Yeah, campaign. but I can
0: still play Black Ops online. Yeah, you can. Still I can play still Destiny go play Black Ops online. today. You can, but it's it, it's a very different thing, Dave. Because with Destiny, it's all it's an MMO, and you you rely on bounties and um, missions and that sort of thing. And quite frankly, it's pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Black ops, if uh, another example, if I want to play Black ops online or Black ops two online you 're playing multiplayer against other people you 're not playing against a bounty that you 've done a hundred times already
1: mm-hmm. well, that 's where they the take diff- down the servers, huh until they take down the servers
0: <clears throat> well Activision is actually probably the most lenient uh, literally you can go back and play a lot of the older games still mm-hmm. i'm not and i 'm not saying this for every game, but using that as an example. Right. That's the difference, is that you're playing multiplayer, it's essentially you're playing PvP, Well, the PvP in Destiny Year 1 is pretty limited as well. I mean, there's only so many maps and everything else, whereas you've had all these expansions for the Black Ops games or Call of Duty or whatever you want to use. Which you paid for. No, the expansions you paid for in Black Ops. Well, the expansions if you want to use them, but even in in yeah, I and know, it, 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 it's different for me because I'm playing against humans. I'm not yeah. playing against well, no, the it, AI. And I don't day. want it's, it's the same mission every time. The legacy stuff that's is where still there. comes from. I get it, but we've been playing that for a year. No, I know,
2: but I guess in my mind, and, and I'm the not first two expansions right.
0: kind of sucked. No, they did,
2: and I'm not, and I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying that you can still do legacy strikes, you can still do legacy crucible, you can still do the story missions. You're not locked out from the year one story missions, but. but if you want to do the new content, you need right. you need to pay for it. Similar to, I almost just wish they would have just brought out Destiny, just called it Destiny 2 and just brought out a new oh, game. They would
0: have, oh, they would have gotten crushed if they did that. But, but it's, it's essentially it's what they It's a very did, fine though. line because you have this whole history of how DLC is handled with games, too. Mm-hmm. And $40 is a lot of money for an expansion. Mm-hmm. That's, that's another thing that... When when people they get into a, a kind of a groove of knowing what to expect from DLC and how much it's going to cost, mm-hmm. and this is you know 60% but I just of the, I don't the know any game, the game
2: that after you put hundred dollars or one hundred twenty dollars into it in one year, which is essentially what you did with Destiny with the first two expansions, sure, and then you got a year two version of the game for forty bucks, because before but, you'd have to go buy a new game, a new disc. Well, I mean, we can get yeah.
0: into this classic argument about I can go buy the Taken King right now this mm-hmm. the the complete edition for 60 bucks and you have all that.
2: Right. But you have to go through you have to be like Josh though. You have to go through all of the progress. So,
0: we did that already. I mean, it, it the thing is like you you know, the the, the big thing now is season passes mm-hmm. and some of them are ridiculous. Yeah. I think really the only one that has really been worth it is Battlefield 4. I mean, this game's almost 2 years old and we're still getting content. The season pass stuff was always very significant. Right. I paid fifty bucks for that for that, mm-hmm. and I got four huge expansions. To get expansions on Destiny, I ended up spending seventy bucks, and quite frankly, until the Taken King came out, they weren't that big. Agreed. And the, my season pass that I bought for Destiny took, didn't apply to Taken King, but it took care of one season. <clears throat> right, but they did that intentionally. Mm-hmm. So the season pass I paid for for Destiny. Got me two mediocre expansions, and then finally, when they have a, a really good expansion, I have to pay an additional forty bucks for it. it it's it's very shady.
2: No, and, and and I don't disagree with that, but I'm just like other companies just bring out another Assassin's Creed with another season pass.
0: But it's also another story.
2: That's so what's this?
0: Not really. I mean, you're still in the it, you're still in that one little universe, and you still have all the same characters and blah blah blah. I can I see what you're saying though mm-hmm. where there's a different set of of story missions and everything else, but it, it's not the same to me. It's not the way I the way I see it. It's not the same. Yeah, no. because I'm still going to Mars. I'm still going to Earth. I'm still going to the Moon. I'm, they didn't really. I don't know. And and it's hard. even still, like yeah. you're not even going to that many new places in the game. Instead, you're just going in from the back front to the front. Well, I mean, you, there is a whole new <clears throat> planet essentially. Okay. The, dred- I, I, the Dreadnought. I just. I, I don't. I don't think it's worth the forty bucks to, in a certain aspect. You know, it. it I, I think they priced her wrong. That's all. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I do agree. It's a huge upgrade. But at the same time, if they're going to upgrade the interface and everything else, that shouldn't have been reliant on an expansion. It wasn't. That should have been a patch. It was. It is and it isn't. I mean, you get. But no, you get, everybody like if if you, you get the new interface, but you don't. Ah, it's
2: it's weird. I mean, they. Han-
0: I think they handled it poorly. I mean, and I, I like the Taken King. I like. I, I think they've they've improved a lot of things, but I still don't like how they handled it.
2: Yeah, all the year two changes in terms of like how everything works are for year it happened to year one players only as well. <clears throat> so like how the upgrading works and how you get you know like the the gunsmith is there and things like that. You can do the the, the missions with the gunsmith and stuff like that. Like all that stuff is available to year one players. And if yeah. you don't have Taken King, it's available to you. Like the, the stuff, the, the the bigger vault space is not behind the paywall. The- I get that.
0: But the, at the same time, that's all there because they want you to say, oh, now I have all this more space. Mm-hmm. I'll get the Taken King so I can start filling it up. Right. I get it. I just think it was handled poorly. Mm-hmm. I, in terms of how it was handled,
2: I don't, I don't disagree. But I mean, in terms of... Playtime value and what was in like I fully expected this to be similar to some of the other expansions where I'd be done with it with one character in three or four hours and sure I still have quests that I haven't completed on my Titan
0: but that's all busy work
2: but the rewards that it was giving me I mean what is what is a game though like like when you what do you when you go and continuously play <clears throat> Battlefield or Call well, of Duty like what are you doing
0: the the, the quest for me right now if I'm if, when I'm finishing quests this week that I have been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm getting weapons significantly lower than the weapons I already have. And it's a lot of work. And it's a lot of go back to the tower after one mission. And it's Mm -hmm. a lot of go back to the reef after one mission. It's busy work. It's wasting time. Intentionally wasting time. Just to keep you in the game longer. Mm -hmm. And that's why I told Johnny last night, I'm like, I'm kind of done with doing these quests. Because I'm not gaining anything that I care about. I'm I'm not getting anything good. Now, the one that I might do is, of course, getting those flakes so I can do the build the frame for the gun or whatever Mm -hmm. that's fine because i'm that far along but quite frankly i kind of decided last night i'm probably not going to do many more of these quests because i'm I'm not reaping any rewards but but that's the that's the misconception that i think a lot of people that don't
2: regularly play the game have though it's like you but then that's what i want to make sure that the people are listening to this understand like just because you get a gun that's at 270 or 280 does not mean that that gun might not be better than the one you already have a three hundred because it has a Firefly perk on it or it has a right, regenerating ammo perk. But I'm talking about two
0: ninety six to a two hundred.
2: Right, but that two hundred weapon one... can still be better perk yeah, wise. Yeah, but we
0: looked at it and it wasn't.
2: No, but it, so it, it can happen though. You can get a crappy drop well, from sure. the rate. I mean, you... a lot
0: of things can happen, but mm-hmm. it, you're relying on on random the RNG. You're, you're relying on that, and and there's a there's a certain time when you look at kind of a risk reward. Mm-hmm. And you're risking your time, not really risking it, Mm -hmm. but you're you're spending a lot of time on this and you're getting nothing out of it. And, I mean, it just – it really got to me last night where I would rather work on other stuff than work on these quests and and it just clicked in my head. Like, I've got all these quests. I keep getting new ones over and over and over and and it just seems like, yeah, go out and do this shit because in year one – we would get done with our bounties for the day, and we'd stop because mm-hmm. there was no point in going anywhere else and doing anything if right. you already had the missions done and, and all that. And that's where i So I'm instead at. of instead of having you stop when you're doing the bounties, now they want you to do all these quests too, and they want you to keep playing because people were stopping playing every day, or they go to their other but character. You're,
2: you're that, at a different standpoint than some of the other players, though. Like I don't have any. Qu- I'm not but, getting new quests. But isn't
0: that? The, but it's still valid because yeah, there's is. a lot of people out there that only play with one character.
2: Yeah, but I'm not getting any new quests.
0: It, it, yeah, it. I'm not playing it as much as I used to play. Right, I'll say that. But I think the interface is is great. I think a lot of the new things are good. I just think they handled it poorly. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, all right. <laughs> now you get to talk about headphones.
2: Yeah. So, um, so Turtle Beach sent me. Um, I gotta grab the box too me to make sure I don't mess anything up. So, um, the Elite 800s uh, wireless. <laughs> Uh, headphones they plug in to they have an optical line optical sound line and a usb uh, power source Uh, they are truly fully wireless they don't plug into the controller they don't plug into anything else other than the base is what transmits uses the base is the transmitter station
0: yeah these go back kind of more to the ps3 days when to use wireless we didn't have our dual shock to plug into so you had to have you know like the astro gaming a40s and turtle beach had some and Mm -hmm. So yeah, and and these interest me because for streamers, these are really important because when you are trying to get audio over HDMI, and you say put all your audio there, it works. But if you're using headphones on a controller, or if you're using USB, like uh, the, you know the gold wireless, your audio won't go over the the uh, HDMI anymore, and <laughs> nobody's going to hear your sound on this on the stream. Yeah. So that's why these are still very relevant and and this is why we wanted to review these.
2: Yeah, uh and I'm I'm still messing with some of the stream settings and things like that on it. Um I have a computer strong enough to do a lot of that stuff and to to bring it over. I just don't have the upload speed
0: <laughs> in my internet. Yeah, your internet kind of sucks. And my internet is
2: really really bad. Um so but I'm I'm going to do a couple more things with some more of my videos and stuff like that on them. Um Oops. <laughs> <laughs> to uh um to see how what I sound like and things like that. Yes, I know the better Well, thank you. Because um, <laughs> I didn't charge them. Are those the headphones doing that? Yes. Oh, that's so, funny. So you, Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing. Like, Here's the first problem that I have with these already is that literally I'm holding these in my hands. And you've actually already heard it say three different things because I'm yeah. literally barely brushing these buttons. And the buttons are, are engaging. So like the power. You're talking about the
0: buttons on the outside of the ear cups? Yes.
2: So there are okay. four buttons on the left ear cup on the outside, and there are four buttons on the right earcup on the outside. You can have presets, you can mute it, you can turn your chat volume up, you can turn your chat volume down, you can turn them on, you can turn them off, you can turn noise cancelling on, and you can turn noise cancelling off, you can turn Bluetooth on, and then you can turn the game up and the game down. So in the directions, like you plug it into the optical port in the back of the PS4, and you plug the USB port into the front, which I think is stupid. But the PS4 needs a USB port on the back. I know Josh has well, said the same thing for a while. Well, so. always
0: get this charger that I have sitting in front of me. <laughs> <clears throat> and Well, the thing is, and, and let's explain that a little bit more. So one thing about the PS4 is uh, no matter what, if you have your optical set as your main audio out or if you have HDMI set, audio is always going out the optical no matter what, which is great. I mean, it, it, seriously, that's such an awesome feature. Uh, so that's, what's feeding your headphones directly and it has a pass through on it too. So if you want to run like audio to your, um, to your receiver or whatever, you can still do that and not have to have the headphones on and whatnot. So it's a great design in that part. The USB part of it is very old school and the USB is your microphone interface and it's also what powers the dock, but the PS4 will actually pick that up as your primary, uh, microphone unless you plug into the controller though when you plug into the controller with your little earbud or whatever that always takes priority over anything else in terms of a microphone mm-hmm. so yeah
2: so i i just think it's weird that i you know that i have to have something plugged into the front of my ps4 and something plugged into the back of my ps4 versus having it all plugged into the back and or use the oh, usb sony shitty design yeah using the usb to like i like plug it into my computer and let, let my computer power it and charge it but i need the usb for the mic Right. So, like the way it sits on it sits on top of my PS4 right now. I just I don't like it cosmetically. I don't like it. So, oh. <laughs> um it does have a bunch of presets on it already. Uh signature sound, which is like true sound of what Turtle Beach um feels like it should have. Uh, it's got a shooter setting on it. It's got a racing setting on it. It's got a sports setting on it. Uh, superhuman hearing on it, which is supposed to be able to you, you to be able to like hear the footsteps behind you. and Right. Um, and then it also has another footstep focus one on it as well. Um, I haven't had a, really enough time to mess with this thing around like in a movie mode or a music mode. Like I haven't hooked it up to my phone or anything like that yet. I've been primarily focusing on the gaming aspect of it. Um, so the,
0: do these have a plug... That you can run to your phone? Bluetooth. Oh, it's Bluetooth. Yes. Okay.
2: So, like, in the movie mode, you can do the signature sound, action, horror, or drama. And then in music mode, you can do signature sound, stadium, acoustic, and dance. Okay. And then you can also turn the surround sound off. And you can have natural sound, bass booster, bass and treble boost, and then a voice booster as well. Um so, there is a lot of things on this um and the the charging stand is nice. it's got a magnetic connector to it. you put it on there, and it goes powering on, charging you know it talks to you I mean you can literally hear it I mean, let's see if I can get it to make it. yeah, nice, so it'll tell you what's going on. it'll tell you if like noise cancelling is on or noise cancelling is off um when you put noise cancelling on it
0: they're they're very very good um the- I actually really like that because a lot of times with the headphones you're always kind of you know fumbling around trying to figure out if you're in the right mode or not mm-hmm. and it talks the to you so it'll, say, it'll say shooter
2: signature sound yeah, yeah. like as you're doing it and what i found is that even though the microphone is Embedded into the headphones, it's not a boom mic. It doesn't stick out or anything like that. You can't okay. hear like with like that little that little voice that you just heard because mm-hmm. I've been touching the buttons and stuff like that when I've been in a party chat with you or with my other friends and they don't hear me going through the seven settings because you can't go back. <laughs> so you have to. Oh, go in yeah. And you guys don't hear it because you're not. Nobody's like, what are you doing, Dave?
0: <laughs> well, but that's nice though that the sounds not bleeding out to the microphone. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Um, yeah. The ear cups are. Uh,
2: I don't know if they're memory foam or what, but they're very very comfortable. They don't squeeze your head. I know Josh, you always talk about headphones like hurting your head. Um I've had them on for hours at a time and um until they die and they don't they don't hurt my head. They don't give me a headache. Um full caveat, I have no problem talking about myself, but I don't I have a very narrow long head like a peanut. <laughs> so
3: Um
2: so I'm not And he's ugly. Yeah not necessarily is and i don't have a lot of hair i have almost no hair so um so like the, all those but i do wear glasses so um and i i do wear glasses while i play and i know josh wears glasses a lot too they don't pinch my ear pieces my the ear cups don't pinch my frames or anything like that mm. um so i'm very happy with um the comfortableness that, that they are the sound is great um the only thing that i and i don't know it might be something you know like glenn and i talked about the other day it might be something in my um Maybe the way I have it set up, but I don't think it is. Uh, sometimes, like when I'm playing Destiny, I feel like the music kind of like breaks up a little
0: bit. It's- well, but that happens even over my over my controller, and it happens with my um, in Destiny. Mm-hmm. I had it happen last night twice with my surround sound. Too. Okay, so it might be something in the game. Yeah,
2: um, I will have to mess with it a little bit more. I will um, maybe if you played a different game beside Je- Destiny, I will David. wear these headphones when I play a bunch of stuff on Extra Life and mess with the settings before I write the final final review. <laughs> <laughs> um, to to get more in-depth on that stuff. Um, I, When I play baseball with my son, I don't wear the headphones or anything like that. You know, so right. But noise canceling, I can put them on my head, you can, and I can't hear what's going on. My wife will be at the top of the steps, and she'll be calling me. I can't hear her. I can't hear Owen calling. So
0: it's like an active uh, noise canceling where if you hit it, like when you hit the button on the A38s that I have, mm-hmm. It feels like they just vacuum the sound out of my ears.
2: Yeah, I mean this one says noise canceling on and then I you know like you don't know, when you when you turn noise canceling off, uh, I almost feel like there's a little more like static sound around you. Sure, sure. So like that's when they're off and you like and the sound can just travel through better. Cool. cool. So I mean they're adjustable, they've got clicks, uh like the they're not a wired system, they're padded on the top. Um very, very happy with them. Um, I had them on the other night when we were test streaming, and what I found that happens to me is that I, if I can't hear myself talk, I talk louder. And uh, no, yeah, nobody yeah. really said that I was talking too loud, and everybody never really had a problem hearing me when, we were, when I was explaining all the raid elements.
0: Well, but you have to remember, we're also usually in a party with Johnny and Aggie, and <laughs> nobody can be louder than those guys. Yeah,
2: so... Um, the other negative thing that I have about it is like sometimes when I rest my head down on the side of my couch, I have a, a very big, like high back couch. Um, I bump the buttons cause they're sensitive.
0: So. See, not all gamers are as lazy as you though. Dude.
2: <laughs> I can't sit up constantly, <laughs> um, you know? So I like, I I'll recline or I'll kind of like lean my head on, you know, like on the cushion or something like that. And you'll hear the buttons engage, which is a little bit annoying. Cause then I mean, if you already have it on a good setting, then you have to mess with it again. Sure. Um, when you have them set on the PS4 and you go to adjust audio settings, it's um, it only wants you to have it set to chat audio, and it's still. And I'm guessing this is the tech part that I don't understand, but I'm guessing the optical is what's coming through to this to the game sound.
0: Um. Well, you can you can go to the PS4 settings itself, not the party settings, mm-hmm. and set it to, optical go to the and settings the output and input. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, so you want to go to devices and then audio devices. Mm-hmm. And you'll see in there the chat audio. You can either send it directly. You can you can say like what where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Like if you want it to go to the optical or whatever, and that and that's the difference. So, like when we do the stream this Saturday, I'll have it set up so that the chat audio can be heard on the stream. But you can also route it a different way through the USB, right. or not through the well, kind of through the USB, yeah, because yeah. it sees that as. The USB is is your your chat interface basically, mm-hmm. so that's where your microphone goes, and that's where all the chat audio goes by default. But you can actually go into the PS4 settings themselves and and route that chat audio over the optical instead.
2: Right, which I well I did whatever the instructions said into my audio outputs and stuff like that, and made sure that it was like the Dolby or whatever.
0: Yeah, there, there's a weird thing with like kind of legacy devices that go with the optical. Um, yeah. I've noticed that with my Skull candies and my and my uh, Steel Series. Where, like my Steel Series H Wireless, have party chat settings directly in the dock, and it does not like working with the chat audio settings in the PS4 itself because mm-hmm. it's built for the PS3's electronics. So you have to kind of learn how to use this this kind of thing with the PS4 now. Yeah, because I think it sounds better when I set
2: my audio devices to all audio, like send all audio. Sure. I sure. think it sounds better, but then I don't have as much volume control on the headphones for the party and for the game. Like I, I feel like that I can just they both do the same thing when I have it that way. But yeah. I also don't feel like I get that wonkiness with the sound. But. Um, in terms, of I we you know like Glenn and I were talking like we really want. I was really adamant about even when I saw some of the stuff I saw at E3, like everything I kept seeing was plug into the controller, plug into the controller, plug yeah, into the controller. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a big trend right like, now. And I I'm not I'm
2: I'm all for it. I'm glad it's there. I like it, but I like a wireless headphone. Like I like a headphone. I can set my controller down, or I can you know like I'm not you know like there's been a couple times where I've like got up to stretch or move my controller, and then like it unplugs the headphone. Like they're all little minor things, but I wanted a to, to you know I wanted a true wireless set of headphones and i like right. these headphones they're very good they sound very good they're comfortable i'm not as huge of a tech and a sound nerd as glenn is but in terms of they're 250 bucks that's how much they cost they and, yeah. and i i feel like that that's a good price for these um i'm gonna mess with them with my phone a little bit more i'm not a huge music guy i don't listen to a ton of music um but i'll watch a movie like maybe i'll watch fast seven with them on or something and see what it see what it sounds like <sighs> you know maybe i'll put it in driving mode or something <laughs> yeah but um i mean th- these are a nine they're they're comfortable they sound good they're adjustable they don't hurt my head the as much of a pain in the ass as the buttons are they're they're nice with they're they're convenient where they are they're just inconvenient if you're trying to like relax i think <laughs> yeah um they're very sensitive but that's not enough to to really you know anything that's game-breaking to me. Um, it's very clear what you're doing, so you don't have to like take them off and to turn a dial or look at a digital setting, push the button, it'll say on, it'll say off. Noise canceling on, noise canceling off. Um, you know, Mode, stereo, mode, shooter, mode, racing. And it's very clear what you're doing.
0: And what do you usually get for battery life, do you know? Um, I think
3: I started playing Trials last night at 10.30... Jesus and I was on
2: until three, and I didn't have to charge them.
0: Well, it's about five hours though. Yeah, so five or six hours. Really, you're only getting about five or six hours out of the charge. Um, you haven't have you ever run them all the way down? They're down. They they're down? they're low right
2: now, but I didn't charge them last night. Okay, so it's a little light. I'll have to check that. Um, yeah, if the battery, I guess if the battery is less, but I.
0: Did I have them? I would assume that noise canceling is going to take more of the battery, and, and there's there are I guess I instances didn't. that you, that you might activate something that's going to eat the battery faster. But
2: this this is my lack of ever doing a hardware review. Everybody, I don't really, I don't have no, that's core, core things to go after, but I will make sure that that is that, that gets in the written review. And it, I don't think that that's in my mind. I don't think that's going to change the score for me, though.
3: Okay. So. All right,
0: Josh, you still awake? Yep. All right. All right, well, let's talk. I got
1: through through my whole Rock Band list. Yeah.
0: Nice job.
1: (laughs) Now it's a question of when I turn on the PS4, what's actually going to happen?
0: I'm surprised you didn't do that already.
1: I should (laughs) have. But I'd have to take my headphones off and walk over there and, you know.
0: Oh, I so wish you would have done that when we were trying to talk to you. I should have. Josh! Josh! All right. Well, let's talk some extra life uh, since obviously this is the podcast before the event. uh, So we're going to hopefully not bore everybody with all the details, but there's a lot to talk about uh, because this week has seen a... What's that?
1: Now I'll do it. Bye. No, you
0: asshole. (laughs) Uh, This week is... uh, Obviously, you know, right before we do the event, and uh, this was also a crazy week in terms of last minute raffle prizes uh, and I still don't have the full list there's a couple things I probably will add on Sunday or Monday, <clears throat> but we uh we really hit her hard this last week so uh first off, for anybody that doesn't understand what extra life is, extra life is a, a charity event that we work uh, with children's Miracle Network to try to raise money for children's uh, hospitals all over the place. And as usual, for the last, I think, like three or four years, we've been playing for uh, Children's Specialized Hospital in Mountainside, New Jersey. Uh, And somebody was asking on Twitter, like, what the difference is between uh, donating to us and joining our team. So, uh, and you can do both if you want. So joining the team means, so we have a team out there called PS Nation. Uh, And if if you want to be someone that plays for 24 hours as well, and tries to get donations from people, even if you want to play for a hospital by where you live, you don't have to play for Children Specialized. Like I do. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Your total still goes against our team total. So whatever you raise goes into the pool of, for our team. And uh, so like last year, Josh and I raised $16,000-something uh, uh, for Children Specialized, but our team raised over 26000 so that's kind of the difference. Donating is simply donating. You can donate to, our, to Josh and I. Uh, the cool thing is if you donate to any, uh, any member of our team, you're still eligible for the raffle. And we'll talk about the raffle in a minute. So if you want to do that, <coughs> simply go over to psnation.com extra-life. Uh, you'll see all the details up at the top of the uh, page there. And everything Extra Life is on this page. So the prize list, uh, the the tentative game schedule, which is actually changing a little bit. um, Everything. All the links are there if you want to join the team, if you want to donate. Everything is there. Uh, So what the event is, we play games for 24 hours straight. Uh, We're going to be doing it at Josh's house again in his basement. Uh, And so I'll be driving out there. We're going to set up everything. We're going to have a live stream for the whole time. We have decided on Twitch um, mainly because... Uh, extra life and Twitch have partnered for the last couple of years and it's a little bit easier to get kind of stop by and random traffic than if we were doing, doing it on YouTube. I'm hearing from a lot of people that they're still having a hard time. Unless you're looking for a specific channel on YouTube, a lot of people are having a hard time trying to just find random shit on there. <clears throat> so, uh, who, Dave, you're going to do the YouTube channel, right? Yeah, I'm, for the most part, I should be on there. Yeah. Okay, so Dave's going to be on the PS Nation YouTube channel. So if you donate to Dave, that'll go towards the, the hospital he's playing for in Detroit. But that total will also go into our total money earned for the team itself. So that's kind of how it all works.
2: And I think that's what some people get kind of confused about. Like, oh, I'm going to support Glenn and Josh. Like, well, the biggest thing is that we want you guys to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals and right. wherever that is at. So I know, like, on the staff, there's a couple of us that are doing it. I know Keith is doing it for a hospital in New York or New Jersey, and I think John Payon's doing it for one in Massachusetts. So if you live in those areas and you really want to, you know, support a local hospital for where you live, give to somebody that's doing Extra right. Life. Like, ultimately, we, we, we're we all out here to help kids. So, you right. know, the extra incentive is, yeah, if they're part of Team PS Nation, and you donate to me or to Keith or to John, and, you know, they send a, you know, like, I'm going to send an email to Glenn that says, so-and-so gave me, you know, 15 bucks. They get three tickets, and Glenn's going to put that into the raffle.
0: Well, no, 15 bucks would be one ticket. One ticket, sorry.
2: <laughs> um, I thought for some reason I had $5 a ticket in my head, but, um, no. so one ticket, or if you donate like 30 bucks, then, you know, and, and I'm going to send an email to Glenn that says these people, you know, get this many tickets and then you still right. have that chance to win one of those prizes by, and then you can help the Detroit hospital or the New York hospital or the Massachusetts
0: hospital. Right. Exactly. So we're starting at 8am Eastern on November 7th, next Saturday or this coming Saturday. And obviously, we end on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll, we're trying to play games that all have multiplayer in them. That's kind of the thing, because this has always been a community event. I mean, it's it's Josh and I, sure, we're up for 24 hours playing games, but it's always been about the community. Everybody on the chat talking to us, everybody playing games with us. So that's the focus. Um And, you know, we're going to have some drop-bys. Josh said his cousin's going to come by. I'm sure Colette from uh, the the hospital there in Mountainside is going to stop by at some point. Um, So, I mean, you know, we get to play video games and help sick kids. I mean, how kick-ass is that? We don't have to try to run a marathon or we don't have to, like, have a bake sale or whatever. We get to play our video games that we're already playing anyway. And it helps everybody out. So... Talk about the raffle a little bit. Uh, this is something I started, I don't know, like probably five years ago, four or five years ago, and um, it, it's just kind of a cool thing, because then you're not only going to get that satisfaction out of helping kids, but you also might be able to win something really kick-ass. So Really cool. <laughs> yeah, we got some awesome prizes this year. Uh, but if you, if you notice, some people said, like, oh, it doesn't seem like there's as many prizes this year. Well, that was the focus, even though there are. There are over 100 prizes. Um the focus this year was: I wanted to try to get some bigger stuff, some bigger ticket items, and make this a little more appealing. Also, we only have one thing that has a special, uh, uh, a special thing you have to do, and that's the you know win the third seat on the podcast. <clears throat> Everything else we're leaving out for the regular raffle. Well, um, what's that?
1: There are the the games that we got that are either PS4 or Xbox One, shouldn't people kind of list, yes, I have an Xbox One? No. Just in case? No. no. That's you a just real pain in the ass. <laughs> right.
0: And it's, it's no. What I say is, if you don't want the Xbox One version and you win it, take it into Walmart, trade it in. <coughs> get the PS4 version. You didn't hear that from me, though. Uh, there is one special one, and that is uh, Europe. Uh, because we have a bunch of game codes for Europe, including 25 uh, Rocket League vouchers for Europe, and we got some stuff for our, for Zen Pinball too, some Balls of Glory table packs, and also uh, some Ant Man table packs. So we have five Ant Man and five Balls of Glory for Europe. So if you're in Europe and you donate in the uh, <clears throat> in the message to, uh, I want to make sure I get this right, message to fundraiser when you're when you're doing the donation. At the bottom, you're going to see a thing that says "Message to Fundraiser." In that section, just put a hashtag EU, and yes, that I will do a separate drawing for. The reason I'm not doing the other Xbox One thing is because there's only three games, and it's a real pain in the butt to set all that up. And I'm not going to do it for three games. But put slash EU in there, uh, you know, a uh, uh, hashtag EU, and we'll do a separate drawing for those uh, European codes. So that we make sure that we don't have people in the U.S. getting European codes and all that crap. It, it's it's just crazy. So, and I've been asking for European stuff uh, to try to get you know handle everybody over there. So the other one is uh, you know the third seed on the podcast. If you want to go for that, it's a minimum total donation of a hundred bucks. So like I said, if you threw fifty bucks in when I did the marathon in July, all you have to do is set, throw another fifty bucks in. You got your hundred dollars for the year. And all you have to do is in that message to fundraiser box, just put hashtag podcast. And uh, we'll draw a name out of the hat. Because that's usually only about 15 people. 15 crazy people for some reason want to do this. Um, So, yeah. uh, The other thing is, and this is the most important. Anybody that makes a donation of $10 or more, in that message to fundraiser box, please, please, please put your email address in there. And then there's another checkbox underneath that box that says, "Make uh, like this is private just for the fundraiser so that nobody else sees your email address. Because if you don't check that box, it's public. So just check that box and you're set to go. But we need your email address so that we can contact you if you win a prize. If you do not give us your email address, you are not eligible for raffle prizes. Simple as that. Uh, because when we didn't have this kind of thing, it was a royal nightmare trying to get a hold of people that won. So I I don't have the time for that anymore. <clears throat> I have a job. Uh, so let's go through some of these prizes. I'm going to go from the bottom up. So we have a copy, a PS4 digital download of the Talos Principle Deluxe Edition, courtesy of Nighthawk Interactive. Uh, we've got three copies of Pure Pool Snooker uh, Expansion from Ripstone. <clears throat> I believe that gives you the full game as well for a Pure Pool. Uh, three copies of Pure Hold'em for, from Ripstone. Three copies of Extreme Exorcism, which is crossed by with, with PS3, by the way, from Ripstone. 50 copies of Rocket League, courtesy of Cyanix. Uh, we have 25 for the US, 25 for Europe. We also have a signed Rocket League poster from Cyanix, with the uh, the dev team signed it. It's a really cool poster. <laughs> I might be buying one of those for myself. Um... I've got a copy of MLB 15, the show, for the Vita, courtesy of Sony San Diego Studios. Uh, we've got a Chewbacca figure for Disney Infinity 3.0, courtesy of Disney Interactive. We've got a pack of uh, peripherals from Nyko, <coughs> including the data bank, which allows you to put a hard drive, a full-size hard drive in and go up to 6 terabytes of storage, which I still haven't cracked open because I'm not home ever. The new... Dual Shock charge station, so unlike the one we showed last year on the stream, uh, this one lays on top of the PS4 if you have it laying flat, and it plugs in to the two USBs in the front of the PS4. The problem with the one last year is it took both your USBs, so you couldn't plug your headphones in, you couldn't do anything. The new version actually has two USB pass-throughs in the back of it, so you get USBs in the back of your PS4, and you can still plug your stuff in. so it's actually i actually have it sitting right here uh and also one of the new chat pads which plugs into your controller it's a bluetooth device plugs into your controller i've been messing around with it it's actually pretty nice uh that's courtesy of nyco technology so you get all three of those in that pack the databank the charge station and the chat pad from zen studios we've got 10 copies of the ant-man table for zen pinball 2 5 for the u.s 5 for europe 15 copies of the Balls of Glory table pack, which is American Dad, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, and Archer. Uh, we have 10 for the U.S. and 5 for Europe. <clears throat> We've got the Skylanders Superchargers starter pack with additional toys, which hasn't shown up yet so I don't know what the additional toys are. That's why I don't have the, uh, the actual toys listed yet. Um, but I've been assured it's on its way. We also have two of the Steel Series P100 headsets. And two of the Steel Series P300 headsets, courtesy of Steel Series, uh, and then from Flaming Toast. So FlamingToast.com. These guys do some amazing stuff. We actually had them make a bunch of stickers up uh, for the touchpad and uh, light bar on the PS4. Uh, for the DualShock 4, uh, they've thrown in three $25 gift certificates for their website, so you can get anything you want. You can get a decal for your for your PS4, for your PS3, whatever you want to do. Uh, so thanks to Dave from Flaming Tales for sending those over. <clears throat> then something I forgot we were getting. They showed up. Uh, the guys at Young Horses, makers of Octodad, Dadliest catch among, uh, and also Octodad, sent over four Octodad plush toys. And they're freaking cool. I'm totally buying one for myself. So we've got four of those. Two Uncharted 4 posters, courtesy of Naughty Dog. <clears throat> we've got uh, one of the Art of... Uncharted Trilogy book from Naughty Dog and a t-shirt along with that five copies of Uncharted 3 Drake's Fortune for the PS3 from Naughty Dog two of Nolan North's Uncharted Drake's Journal book with a Naughty Dog t-shirt courtesy of Naughty Dog and uh, this I have and I love it <clears throat> it's uh, one of the Uncharted 3 collector's editions with the Drake figure, belt buckle, steel game case and necklace replica courtesy of Naughty Dog uh, and then we've got an <clears throat> oh, excuse me then we've got an MLB 15 The Show package with uh, the game for all three platforms, uh, a poster, and a Yasiel Puig Dodgers jersey, all from Sony San Diego Studios. Uh, they've also sent over, I don't have, a, I don't have it cataloged yet, so I don't have it on the list, <clears throat> but they sent over, I believe, five Killstrain shirts, and they also sent over, apparently, uh, some, some concept art all framed, like in a nice frame. So I don't know exactly what we have yet, but it'll be on the list as soon as I see it tomorrow. Because uh, I have everything sent to my parents' house. So my mom's trying to explain, like, something kills, strain, or something. Mom doesn't give video games. <clears throat> and then this showed up yesterday. This freaked me out. Uh, Activision sent over <laughs> six Guitar Hero Live singles, single guitar packs. Three for Xbox One, three for PS4. Six of them. Holy shit. That was awesome. Uh, And then Sumo Lounge threw in one of the Sumo Omni chairs. They're actually going to handle fulfilling that order directly. So as soon as I get the winner over to them, they're going to contact you, find out what color you want, everything, and they're going to ship it right out to you. Those
2: chairs are awesome, by the way.
0: Yeah, I've got the Omni on. I love it. Insanely comfortable. Uh, And then from AverMedia, we've got an AverMedia Live Gamer Extreme, uh, which is a capture box. Uh, we're using two of these for the stream on uh, for Extra Life, so you'll get to see how those work firsthand. And then Blue sent over a Blue Yeti Blackout Edition USB microphone, which is the microphone we're going to be using for the stream. Uh, Harmonix sent over the full Band in a Box pack for Rock Band 4 and PS4. It's 250 bucks. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and then Logitech threw in... One of the G29 racing wheels, along with a G640 large cloth gaming mouse uh, mouse pad. So thank you to Logitech for that. And last but not least, uh, there's other stuff in this bundle. I'll put them on the list tomorrow because uh, we got some PS4 games from Sony. But they sent over uh, the limited edition Glacier White PlayStation 4 Destiny, Destiny bundle. This is the original one that you can't buy in any stores right now. You can get them secondary. I've been looking around, and I've seen them for like $500, $500 $600. They don't sell them in stores. So, holy crap. And you get a copy of Destiny with it. <laughs> and then you can pay 40 bucks for the upgrade. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the first time that they didn't have a black PS4. This is the first one that where they had an alternate color. It's a really sweet system, and I can't thank Sony enough for sending those over. We can't thank them enough. Um yeah so I'm still working on some more things i'm I'm trying to get maybe a couple more prizes that hopefully we can add to the list uh during the week leading into extra life but we don't have any confirmations yet so but this list might get bigger and um yeah but I mean holy crap there's some big big prizes in here like over a hundred dollar prizes in here and you get a chance if you throw in 10 bucks you get a raffle ticket for 10 bucks. Uh, So let's go through that really quick. $10 gets you one ticket, $25 gets you five tickets, $50 gets you 10 tickets, $75 gets you 18 tickets, $100 gets you 30, $125 gets you 45, $150 gets you 65, and $200 or more will get you 100 raffle tickets, and that is the cap. That's the most anybody can earn, but hey, that shouldn't stop you from donating. It shouldn't stop you. Uh. And then people games have list. Donated, this, people what, have no?
1: donated well over two hundred dollars. I think
0: list. the biggest donation we had last year was four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, and that was a single donation. That was awesome. <laughs> and, and actually, right now we're trending lower than what we had last year at this time. So I'm getting a little worried. Just saying. Everybody's
1: uh, waiting for the end of the month for their paychecks. And that right? yeah, it
0: might be. Yeah. Uh, so right now, our goal, Josh and I, our goal is fourteen thousand dollars which we surpassed by over $2,000 last year. Right now, Josh and I are at $2,141. Our team, and I'll go through all the team members too, our team is, of course I brought up the wrong screen. There's the right screen. Our team right now is at $8,933 raised. And our team goal is $20,000 right now. So, doing pretty well as a team, but Josh and I need a lot of help. We're old. We really can't do very much, you know. Uh game schedule, this is obviously mine cuz Josh never sets a schedule. He just goes by the seat of the seat of his pants. You. Uh so we're going to start off with Rocket League from 8 to 10, 10 to 1 Destiny, we're doing that Taken King raid. Like I said if you're interested in joining us, we we still need two people. Uh, From 1 to 3, we're going to be doing Black Ops 3 online. That came, comes out the day before Extra Life. 3 to 5, we're going to do Project Cars online. 5 to 7, we're going to do Pure Hold'em. We're going to set up a private room, play some, play some poker, yo. Uh, 7 to 9, Killzone Shadowfall online. 9 to Midnight, that's going to be Drive Club. If, in fact, the private rooms actually work, we're going to do Drive Club from 9 to Midnight. Uh, midnight to 2, Last of Us Remastered Online, which we always have a good time with. Mm-hmm. 2 to 4, GTA 5 Online. We'll hopefully get Josh into that one. You should, because I'm barely ranked up in GTA 5 myself. So you and I can be little scrubs together.
1: Yeah, whatever <laughs> level 2 or level 3 I'm. I'm.
0: I'm seriously, I'm not. I don't have very much of a level at all. Uh, from 4 to 6, Street Fighter 4 Ultra Online, PS4 version. And we're going to end it up with, uh, from 6 to 8, some Battlefield 4, play that new map maybe. Get a good rotation going. Uh, We do have some alternates on there, which one of the games might move uh, because we're trying to set up maybe a session for Killstrain with uh, Sony San Diego. So we might have some codes to give out to people on the stream, get them in there to play some Killstrain. We're also maybe thinking maybe some Rock Band 4 at some point, maybe some Guitar Hero Live at some point. So it'll be flexible. We'll figure it out. Um. Damn, yeah. So, what's that? Uh, Grand Theft Auto is still sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you can play more Destiny. Uh, you need more time in that game. I told you, this, man. Somebody donates, I'll take them from zero to whatever. Oh, that'd be. We should. Let's say. Let's say this. If somebody donates a one or a one-time donation, or because they haven't donated to you yet, mm-hmm. if somebody donates. What do you, What do we think? Like three hundred. I think if somebody donates 300 to Dave, Dave has to take him through and try to level him up as much as possible in that time period. That's fine. And put something in the message to fundraiser, and it's the first person that does it. <laughs> Trust oh, wait. me. Whoever donates no, no, $300 actually, to me. <laughs> no, no, no. But we, we could say two people because yeah. then you can do a group of three. Right. So there you go. In his message to fundraiser, just say hashtag destiny. The first two people that donate three hundred bucks to Dave, he'll take you through as much as as you can in that in that period. So do it early. So you can start right away, hey. and it'll all be broadcast on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Hey, Glenn. Yeah.
1: Can I borrow three hundred bucks,
2: Josh? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll do it. Oh, that's all right. You, I'll do it with you if you want to play that in general. Like if you really want to do that, Josh. I want if if that's something you really really think you want to do. And I know that that day would be the only day that we could do it. I would lobby Glenn to move the raid to like midnight or one o'clock in the morning and I'll get you raid ready. Ooh, no, you, guys,
1: you guys do your thing because I want to play it. I definitely want to, but I don't want to spend the whole day on it. I don't. I'd I don't end think, end think it would take us the entire day. But,
0: I don't think so yeah. either. I mean, you could get him raid ready for like Vault of Glass or something.
2: No, I, I, or I, even, I'm just saying that we, he, could, he could be the other person for King's Fall if we moved it from 10 o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah, but then I'd also have to buy that $40 expansion.
2: We can take care of that, Josh. You just have to buy the... or You, probably, well, you already have the disc, that's right. So.
0: Yeah, he has yeah. the disc. We yeah. could take care of that, Josh. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, I, not that's
0: not a roadblock.
1: That's not... Just do your thing. Couldn't he just, <laughs> I'll figure out my thing.
0: I'm trying to get out of doing the raid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could just play on your PS4 or you can play the other one. <gasps> yeah, you can play as me if you want, Josh. No, I mean, I'm saying he could just no, sign into his account. But. Sign in to PJF Josh on your PS4 and play Why? your digital it, copy of the game.
0: No, we'll get them a copy of Taken. Well, I was just saying like, that's not a problem. <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, like I said, the, the schedule is completely yeah. flexible. I, I'm just putting it out there because we learned a couple years ago having that framework there helps immensely. Mm-hmm. So, but we can definitely make changes. We got a whole week. Um, I mean, obviously that'll that'll affect maybe somebody that's signing up to be the fourth and fifth or the fifth and sixth person but we can work with that that's not we we can
2: get those other people through the raid i have community members that will take care of that
0: yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so i will assign
2: johnny a task
0: (laughs) my my suggestion though is go to the website go to psnation.com slash extra dash life and take some time to read Uh, all the details that you need to know all I'm I'm telling you like nine times out of 10, people are asking me stuff on, on Twitter or on Twitter and on on the chat. The answers are right there on that page. So just take some time. I know it's the internet. I know you want everything just thrown at you right away, but it's all there. Um, and you know, last year our team raised $26,933 and 20 cents. And we definitely want to run. We want to get past that this year. Um, Yeah, it's. I, I just I love Extra Life so much because it's a way for like somebody like me that's got metal legs and I don't get around very well. Even though I did used to run like four days a week and I used to run like five miles every every other day, I can't do that anymore. And this is not only just my opportunity to do something good by doing a different type of marathon, but I love the fact that gamers in general are proving a lot of naysayers wrong you know there's always this perception that oh gamers don't care they just sit on their couch and smoke weed every day blah 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 and we're showing time and time again that we can make a difference we can make a huge difference Uh, extra life has already passed a million dollars raised this year they passed six million dollars raised last year that's huge and because we're working directly with the charity it's not like some of the other ones where 60% of it goes to some CEO. All this money goes to the, to the hospitals that we're playing for. So it's a worthwhile cause. It's something that's easy to get involved with. And it helps us play with our community for 24 hours. And it helps everybody get together and have some awesome chats and just get involved and play some games and have a great time. So take the time out, November 7th. Join us. Donate, please. You get a chance for some awesome freaking prizes. I, uh, yeah. I hope some of these other ones come through, but even then, man, this list is insane. So that's a, that's enough of me. Anybody else got anything to say?
2: Just donate to somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, if you want to join the, the team, the links are all right there at psnation.com slash extra-life. Uh, just hit the link, sign up if you want to play for our team, if you want to play for somebody else's team. Yeah, more power to you. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's always a fun day. We always have a good time. So I guess we don't have any emails. I, I looked myself. I didn't see any no. emails, so I don't think we have any.
1: Nope.
3: All right.
0: Well, Dave, thanks for spending the time with us today. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. On this Saturday.
1: Halloween. Thanks for giving me time to download yeah. all my rock. Anytime, Anytime you
0: want me to talk to you um, while you do
2: side work. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, speaking of which, Mass Effect One is available as a digital download for fourteen ninety nine on the Yes. three. Okay. It came out the same time as the trilogy bundle. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: okay. for
1: download. How
2: much is the trilogy? Are oh, you I wonder how much the trilogy uh, the is. The
1: trilogy is like twenty nine. Uh, I just had it up. Yeah, because did. I was I was scrolling through uh old PS three game. Well hang on, I can just type it in. Mass F
0: Well there is one other thing I'm gonna do before we go.
1: Try Trilogy. Uh it is twenty nine ninety nine.
2: So Buy the trilogy.
0: <laughs> yeah, because getting each, two yeah. is free no matter what because wow.
1: Yeah, and actually Pretty game well, store math. Well, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, because if you buy them separately, it's thirty bucks, yeah. and then you get two for free. Yeah. All right, one last thing before we go, I want to read off uh, our current members of the PS Nation team, and uh, thank everybody for for joining us on this team. Uh, and And we got a, quite a few people already. We do. Uh, so Michael D. Di- Giovanni, I believe that's Armor Fist. It is. Yeah. Jacob Okusik, David Fraley, uh, Ron Heisey, and also. Even if you don't raise any money, guys, you're still making an effort, and that's all that matters. Seriously. Don't feel bad about it. It's tough to get the word out. It's tough to get people to to throw money at anything anymore. Just the fact that you're attempting and that you're trying and that you're joining everybody and playing some games, that's what matters. So don't feel bad. We've had other people in the past like, oh, I only raised 10 bucks. What do you mean only? You raised $10 more than somebody else raised so don't feel bad please uh andrew millett dane goddard cracker jack uh who has a kid on the way like in a couple weeks uh alexander helm cracker jack is gonna have a kid oh god a third one Uh. (laughs) this is a third kid for that that guy (laughs) poor ashley uh benjamin McLean, matthew smith kyle bell mike bothy joshua hubert ken colburn john payant I told him I was going to say his name different every time because he decided to, to try to tell us how to say his name. That's the worst thing you can do is try to tell me how to say your name. Just letting everybody know. Uh, Roy Gibbs, who I just sent a prize to today. Uh, ben Beck, Bill Schneider, me time Gamer, Paul Batista Fesh, Matt Dunlap, Stefan Wren, Derek Hoff, eh, D-Bag. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, David Hunt. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is. Richard Stansberry, Keith dunn Fernandez. He's something like a weatherman now. Uh, Cabot Mathurani, Frank Bailey, Brian Figgenbaum, Brian Smith, Tom Callahan, Rob Martin, Charles Overbeck, and P.S. Nation. Who are those douche? <laughs> Whatever. So seriously, thanks to everybody for for joining the team. Thanks for trying to help everybody out trying, and and obviously, thank you for trying to help these kids out. They really need the help. A lot of these hospitals are only privately funded they they don't get any public money. the only I mean they rely heavily on donations like this so and that's the way that children specialized is. They don't turn anybody away, <clears throat> and they rely totally on donations so uh, you're you're helping more than you know <clears throat> like that robot we heard about last year. That was so cool. Yeah. So, all right. Are we out of here?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, look forward to everybody joining us next week for the stream. Like I said, November 7th is a Saturday next week. We start at 8 a.m. Eastern until 8 a.m. Eastern on the 8th. And uh, we're going to be on Twitch the whole time. It's twitch.tv slash PSNation. Get over there. Uh, subscribe to us so you get the uh, the email like two hours later after we start the stream because Twitch still hasn't added any server density. Uh, But please join us. Hang out in the chat, even if it's for just a little bit. Hang out, say hi, and uh, keep us company. We have to sit there and play games for 24 hours straight without sleeping. And I don't know about Josh. I'm getting old. So, all right. We're out of here. Get out there, play some games, have a great one. We will talk to you on Saturday. would have to deal with every weekday. How does it go?
3: Bye. Bye.
0: I love America. I love
4: it here. I, I, it's not what it used to be. It's kind of a, you know, we, like m- me and my wife, and my kids, we live in upstate New York and it's one of these areas where we just, we live, we're in a suburb of Walmart basically, you know, <laughs> it's just Walmart and Walgreens and Renaissance. Center. Do you know what Renaissance Center is? Do you know what goes on in a rent center People go to rent center to rent, like, a chair. Or a couch. How shitty is your shitty, shitty, very shitty life that you need to rent a lamp for 40 bucks a month? And then you go broke, and you got to go, Honey, they're going to take the lamp today. (laughs) Because we didn't pay the lamp rent. (laughs) So I go to Walgreens. (laughs) I just kept going. And... Walgreens is depressing, because it's a drugstore, but they sell whatever. I go in there, they sell them sweatpants. <laughs> right when you walk in, big, a big rack of sweatpants. It's a drugstore, but they're like, somebody brought them sweatpants, they said, fuck it, they'll buy them, just put them out, it's fine. Right next to the sweatpants, vodka. <laughs> big plastic squirt top jugs of shit vodka. How depressing is that? Sweatpants and vodka. That's a whole identity right there. You could buy those two things and just go be that guy in the parking lot of the Walgreens. You know that dude in the sweatpants and no shirt, just laying there? His belly's the color of the pavement. He's like a chameleon. He's been sleeping there so long. You know those bums that smell amazing? Like, like, like you kind of can't help fantasizing about really smelling them on purpose. I don't know if you do that, but when you smell a bum and you're like, what if I just really dug in there on purpose and... Ah, wow! Did it change me or... And I go, so I go to Walgreens and they're selling, you know, I'm going to the back of the pharmacy too, and the pharmacy is the most depressing place in the world. People in Walgreens are just milling around in flip-flops and hitting their kids in the toy aisle, like beating their kids in front of toys. And then they go and buy medication, and they don't have insurance. They think they have insurance, and they way don't. And every moment, it's like a hidden camera joke on all these people. It happens. It breaks my heart. They come up. They have a prescription. They're really happy because... There's a solution to their problem in their hands. The doctor said, take that, you'll, you'll be fine. So they give it to the pharmacist and he goes, yeah, it's gonna be $40,000 for that. And the guy's like, what? But I have insurance. Now we called, they said, fuck you. No. And then the, then the guy always gives him like, chewed up gum with a hair in it and says, take this, this is what you get. This is your... And, and they always ask, is this as good as the other one? Fucking no, of course not. The other shit would have cured you completely. And we got shitloads of it too. But nothing for you, you poor faggot. Go home and die.